Serving fans throughout the Midwest and even more around the world, this is the Show Me Sports Network. The following is an exclusive broadcast property presentation of the Show Me Sports Network and is a high-fidelity, all-digital broadcast. This broadcast is copyright by the Show Me Sports Network for the private use of our audience. Any other use of this broadcast without the Show Me Sports Network's written consent is prohibited. It's time for Jefferson City Renegades Baseball on the Show Me Sports Network. This is the Jefferson City Renegades pregame show on the exclusive home for Renegades baseball, the Show Me Sports Network. We'll recap last night's highlights, set the stage for first pitch, and even get the thoughts of the head coach during the pregame show. All while we get set to bring you the exciting play-by-play action of your Jefferson City Renegades. The best pregame coverage in mid-Missouri is on the air. As the Show Me Sports Network broadcast crew is ready in the Doc and Norm Direct broadcast booth. Exclusive pregame coverage of Jefferson City Renegades baseball is brought to you by Animal Medical Center of Jefferson City. Avon with Michelle Carty. Boone County Journal. Centurion Cares, Christopher Scott, Farmers Insurance, Doc and Norm Direct, Eddie Goodell Society, Han Custom Laser Engraving, LLC, Poslog Landscaping and Design, Last Sentinel Firearms, Retrieving Freedom, River Oak Christian Academy, Sawdust Studios, State Tech of Missouri, and Walk Off Wood Bat Company. The excitement is building in the stands, and the tension is rising in the dugout as first pitch is just around the corner. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Jefferson City Renegades Baseball on the Renegades Radio Network and the Show Me Sports Network. Now let's go live to the field to the Doc and Norm Direct Broadcast booth. Renegades looking to get some consistency going, and they have a chance to do that here this evening against the Chillicothe Mudcats team that is also reeling as well. Welcome in, everyone, this evening. I'm Ben Schmidt bringing you all of tonight's Renegades coverage here on the Show Me Sports Network. Thank you so much for tuning in. Hopefully we've got a good one on our hands. The Renegades, albeit keep alternating wins and losses, have played in a lot of close games lately. We'll see if that streak continues here this evening on what has turned out to be a pretty nice night for at least for me to take it in as a broadcaster because it's not super windy. A little bit, little bit cooler, especially compared to what the weather we had in Jefferson City last night where it was just no wind to be found. Feels like it was over 100. Tonight here in Chillicothe, certainly going to have to be battling the paper in front of me as it has been blowing around all pregame. But you'd love to have that as it means it won't be super hot. So let's recap a little bit of what happened last night. Renegades took the field against Sedalia at home, a team they were 0-2 against heading into last night's contest. And they were not able to turn their fortunes around as they fell at the hands of the Bombers, two to nothing final score. Renegades only managed three hits on the evening last night. Two of them actually came off the bat of Jack Matashek, batting in the number two spot 
and DHing last night. He had a double in the sixth and a single in the ninth inning. He certainly had a good offensive performance, but the Renegades as a whole could not say the same. They were blanked by Peyton Messer, Tanner Pipes, Alex Brillner, and Caleb Mooney across nine innings. Struck out ten times and had just the three hits, no runs. But the pitching for the Renegades last night was really the story if you want to take away something positive as Colin Damo, Brennan Perkins, and Carter Gorin combined to go nine innings, giving up just two runs. Only one of them earned, and they also struck out 13 batters. So pitching certainly was a good thing to take away from last night's contest. For the Renegades, we'll see if they can do that tonight. And have the offense show up. They scored 15 runs on Thursday night in Joplin. But that was sandwiched in between two shutouts at the hands of Joplin and Sedalia. 2 nothing in their last two home games. So still looking to find that consistency. They are 4-6 and six on the season compared to the 3-8 and eight Chillicothe Mudcats who they are facing off with here this evening. Renegades will be wearing their blue jerseys with gray pants while Mudcats have some jerseys I'd say I'm a fan of. They have maroon tops with white pinstripes and white pants. Looking real good here as we're at June Schaefer Memorial Stadium. So we move closer to National Anthem and first pitch in this one. Ceremonial first pitch was just thrown. We're about five or six minutes away from first pitch here at the ballpark. I'll get you the starting lineups real quick as we move closer to that. For the visiting Jefferson City Renegades, looking to move to within one game of 500, it'll be Adonis Forte, Colby Ott, and Luke Fuller. First, second, and third in the lineup. Forte in center, Ott at short, and for the DH tonight, Jack Matashek bats cleanup and plays right field. Carter Goring at first base, and Zach Jackson, pardon me, Jackson Lovich at second base, bats six. Brennan Perkins, who pitched last night in an inning, bats seventh, plays left. Nolan Drill, the third baseman in the eighth spot, and Joe Herstler behind the dish this evening, bats number nine, and Braden Boyer, who had a good performance last time. He took the mound, I believe it was Sunday evening. He pitches tonight for the Renegades. So that'll wrap it up for your Jefferson City squad. Now let's go to the home team, the Chillicothe Mudcats. As Braden Hudson plays center field and leads things off. Elijah Maris, right field, hits second. And Tyler Bickers, the third baseman in the number three spot. Tanner Sears will DH and bat cleanup this evening. Luis Ramirez, shortstop in the five spot. Elian Guzman, the first baseman, hits six with Ryan Middleman, the catcher behind the plate, in the seventh spot. Jonas Sanford in the eighth spot, and Austin Wright at second base. Sanford at second base, and Wright in left field. And on the mound this evening will be Will Loach. Umpires and coaches both currently meeting at home plate. We're just a few minutes away here from first pitch. One more time to recap those lineups for the Renegades Forte Ott Fuller. Matashek, Gorlingovich, and Perkin, Drill, and Herschler with Boyer on the mound. Hudson, Maris, Bickers for the Mudcats, 1-2-3. Sears, Ramirez, Guzman, and then Middleman, Sanford, Wright with Loesch on the mound. Little League tonight here at the ballpark in Chillicothe. Pretty decent-sized crowd. They do have stadium seats all around here behind the home plate first and third base side, so starting to trickle in here. Pretty amount of little leaguers as I look around as well. Should make things fun here at the ballpark. We just had a pretty nice first pitch, ceremonial one going on as we're just a minute or so away from the national anthem taking place. Once again, Renegades lost last night two to nothing at the hands of the Sedalia Bombers at home. We're not able to get anything going on the offensive side. But they've alternated between good pitching and good offense here. They score 11 and 15 runs in their two games in Joplin. But then the two at home that were in between, they score nothing combined. So had Brady Maltby on the postgame a couple of nights ago. And he talked about looking to find that consistency. They are getting good pitching and good defense. And have put up some good offensive performances. But as he said, we're going to still put it together all at once. Maybe tonight's the night they get that going. 
think myself included, we'd all love to see maybe 11 nothing shut out and get the offense going. That's That would be something we'd like to see move Jefferson City to 5-6 and six and if they can get it done. So as we continue to wrap up the pregame show, we're going to head to break, and we'll be back in just a few minutes for first pitch. Renegades versus Mudcatch in the Show Me Sports Network. Be right back. Throughout the course of any game, different actions stand out to different people. But everyone remembers a walk-off, especially if it's a walk-off wood bat. Handcrafted right here in Missouri, walk-off wood bat company bats are made with premium-grade maple, ash, and birch, fully customizable to make it truly yours. From the length and weight to the barrel and handle color, you're able to customize every feature of your wood bats, including personalized engraving with a 45-day warranty. In addition to selling custom handcrafted bats, they also offer a selection of bat accessories, including lizard skin bat grips and batting gloves. To help find your confidence at the plate, give walk-off wood Bat Company a call at 816-261-1014 or visit wowbats.com. Hello, Blake Gazaway here with the Show Me Sports Network. I've had the opportunity to have some amazing calls, including overtime touchdowns, walk-off home runs, and buzzer-beating baskets. But I've answered another call. That's to serve my community as a volunteer firefighter. Stop and think what would happen if your home or property caught fire and no one was there to put it out. Every day, volunteer firefighters not only save lives and property, but also respond to other emergencies. Nearly two-thirds of our nation's fire departments are manned by volunteer firefighters. And because of this, we simply need more volunteers to step up and answer the call. Stop by or contact your local fire department and see how you can become a volunteer firefighter today. I answered the call to serve my community. Will you? We are State Tech. We are hands-on education. When you choose the number one two-year college in the country, you know you will be ready for your career. That's why at State Tech, we say, from the classroom to your career, we are the employer's choice. We are State Tech. Creating custom, handcrafted woodworking projects has never been easier. Become a member of Sawdust Studios and enjoy 24-7 access to a woodworker's paradise. Outfit with industry-leading, professional-grade tools, Sawdust Studios offers endless woodworking possibilities. Don't have woodworking experience? No problem, as Sawdust Studios offers affordable classes from a community of woodworkers, experienced designers, and master craftsmen. Youth classes are also offered for those junior woodworkers. For more information, search Sawdust Studios on Facebook or find them online at Sawdust Sawdust247.com. Sawdust Studios, your community wood shop. Riverdale Christian Academy has been providing a strong biblical foundation and academic excellence within a Christian environment to students for more than 16 years. Located in the Jefferson City, Riverdale Christian Academy offers kinder prep through 7th grade with 8th grade to be added in the 2023-2024 school year. Riverdale Christian Academy's primary goal is the discipleship of the next generation to impact the world for Christ. Average class sizes are just 16 students with a student body composed of families from over 30 area churches. Kinder prep offerings include 3 and 5 full day sessions with kindergarten offering a half day and full day program. To find out more about Riverdale Christian Academy, Academy. Call them at 573-634-3983. Last Sentinel Firearms is your federally licensed and registered Type 7 FFL manufacturer dealer in Missouri, providing quality products to all types of sports enthusiasts, law enforcement, and individuals across the nation. Orders are currently being fulfilled, offering custom-built pistols and rifles from the AR platform made right here in Missouri. Visit their website at lastsentinelfirearms.com or call them at 417-684-7202 to find out what they've got for you. Last Sentinel Firearms, you are your last line of defense. 
Hi, this is Nick Hoslog, owner of Hoslog Landscape and Design. Every day, my highly trained team of experts works hard to give you the outdoor living area you've been dreaming of. By focusing solely on landscaping and hardscape construction, this has made us the preferred landscape and design company serving Jefferson City and the Central Missouri area. Thank you for all your continued support in voting us as winners of the Reader's Choice Awards and Jefferson City's Best multiple years running. When you are ready to begin your dream outdoor project, call us at 573-301-9464 to schedule an estimate or visit hoslaglandscape.com. Since 2018, Han Custom Laser Engraving LLC has been specializing in all things custom. Using large format, high-powered lasers with some of the most advanced technologies on the market, anything can become a canvas. The -the state-of-the-art system makes quick work of custom engraving on cups, glass, tile, wood, acrylic, metal, headstones with endless possibilities. They also offer custom one-of-a-kind signs that are sure to make your design stand out. Find them on Facebook at Han Custom Laser Engraving or call 573-489-8732 to find out more on custom laser engraving llc a veteran owned business running out of some of your favorite avon products and haven't seen an avon brochure in quite some time no need to worry avon independent sales representative michelle carty can help with your skin so soft makeup jewelry fragrance and skin care needs avon now carries cleaning supplies clothing daily essentials and several small lg electronic items you now have the opportunity to shop online 24 7 and have your order shipped directly to your front door by shopping with michelle at mcarty.avonrepresentative or find her on Facebook by searching Avon Carti. Back here at June Schaefer Memorial Stadium in Chillicothe. Just about ready to go for first pitch and baseball here this evening between the Mudcats and the Renegades. Once again, I'm Ben Schmidt bringing you tonight's coverage. Thanks for joining me here on the Show Me Sports Network. Hopefully we are in line for a good one on a really nice evening to take in at the ballpark. Definitely some wind, and to put things in perspective on how hard it is currently blowing, one of the Mudcats players who is jogging out to his position in, during the lineup introductions, keep in mind jogging out to, predict, out, to, uh, out to his position during the lineup introductions, his hat was actually knocked off based on the wind. So you would have to think that's not the last time we'll see that happen this evening, as if that was just during a light jog. I would not be shocked if there's quite a few times when an outfielder or even an infielder is striking down a ball and we see the hat go flying due to the wind. So warm-up pitch is now currently being thrown by Will Loesch, right-hander on the mound this evening for the Mudcats. We are just about ready to go. Like I said, Little League night here at the ballpark in Chillicothe. So each and every starter on the mound, on the mound and even in the field tonight for the Mudcats had a Little Leaguer trotting out to their position with them. Pretty cool thing going on here at the ballpark. We've, a lot of those little leaguers got autographs or pictures and got the jog on out there to their positions. So that was pretty cool to take in. And now as Loesch continues to fire in those warm-up pitches, we are closer and closer to first pitch between the Renegades and the Mudcats. Once again, I'll give you this Renegade starting lineup as they're just about to come to the plate. It'll be Forte, Ott, Fuller, followed by Matashek, Goroingovich, and then Perkins, Drill, and Herschler to round it out. And then once we do head to that bottom of the first inning for the Mudcats, it is Hudson, Maris, Bickers, Sears, Ramirez, Guzman, and Middleman, Sanford, and Wrights. We'll see what Wool Loesch has to offer in store on the evening. Wearing number 33 tonight from the U University of Minnesota, Morris. Renegades, like they have on their road games this season, it's just the fourth road game they've played so far, four and six record in total wearing their blue jerseys with the gray pants. Mudcats sporting the maroon 
maroon red tops with the pinstripes on them and the white pants to go with. So as Adonis Forte steps in, we are just about ready to go for some baseball here in Chillicothe. Forte, left-hand hitting center fielder, bats leadoff, is into the box. Here's Wilosh's wind and the pitch. This one swung and hit foul, and we are underway here in Mudcat Nation. Seen Forte often hit at the top of this Renegades lineup when he has been in there as a starter and playing a lot of center field as well. He did both of those things last night. Here's the 0-1. It's one up and in for a ball. Forte made a highlight play in last night's contest when he caught a ball that went off the glove of Jackson Lovage, but then quickly picked it up and fired a home plate to get a runner trying to score. It was an outfield assist and at the time kept it 2-0. This one also misses and now 2-1 to the leadoff hitter for the Renegades. Forte in last night's ballgame, like I said, did hit leadoff, also played center field. Let me get to his numbers here in just a moment as the 2-1 pitch comes in. This one swung in at foul, and now even 2-2. Two two. Forte struck out twice, was hit by a pitch, and grounded out to shortstop in his four at-bats. Renegades didn't have a lot, of, a lot of base hits, only three on the evening against the four Outlaws pitchers. Excuse me, not the Outlaws, the Bombers. Looking to turn the tide here on the offensive side. We'll see if they can get something going nice and early here in the first inning. The wind, the kick. Here's the 2-2. This one swung and hit out to center field. Coming in is Hudson. He looks to have it measured up, and he makes the catch for out number one. Forte put some pretty good wood on that one, but Hudson was able to come in, stop to stride just a step or two before making the catch, and one up, one down for the Renegades. Solosh will now go to work against the right-handed hitting shortstop for the Renegades, Colby Ott. Wearing number one with the blue jersey, steps in. I played second last night on the other side here this evening. Looks at a ball here high. Ott had just three at-bats last night. Flew out, grounded out, and was hit by a pitch. Loesch back into the one-up. Here's the 1-0. This one in there called strike, and now we're ball on a strike. It'll be Luke Fuller, the DH to follow, waits on deck. Uh, we're going to get things going for a Renegades offense that has blanked over nine innings last night. This one way up, and now two balls and a strike. Adonis Forte led off this ballgame if you're just joining us and flew out to center field. So now we are one out into the top of the first inning. 0-0 ballgame here in Chillicothe. Bill Loesch has got what he likes. We'll wind and bring home the 2-1 pitch. This one hit high in the air on the infield. It's a pop-up. Shortstop looks like he has it. Ramirez under it, battling the wind, and makes the catch for out number two. May not be the easiest for balls like that this evening. Hit high in the air on the infield, and as the wind continued to make that thing blow around, Ramirez did not catch it right above his head, but actually caught it about shoulder height, but still, regardless, able to make the catch. And two up, two down for the starter, Will Loesch. So stepping in will be Luke Fuller, number three hitter, looking to give the Renegades their first base runner of the evening. Here's the first pitch. This one swung and ripped back up the middle, and that's a base hit into center field. Fuller makes good contact on it. No play for either of the middle infielders, and that finds outfield grass for a two-out base runner for the Renegades. Nicely done there for Jefferson City's first hit of the evening, and I'll give Jack Matashek a chance to do some damage here with the runner on first and two outs. Left-handed batter facing the right-handed pitching Loesch. Just underway here, two outs, runner on first, that's Luke Fuller, he's held on by Guzman. Here's the pitch. This one in there, a call strike. If Matashek can reach and continue this top of the first inning, it is Carter Goring who waits on deck. 
back into the box now is Matashek. Working out of the stretch now is Loesch. Here comes the 0-1. This one swung and grounded. First baseman Guzman has got it. He'll take it to the back himself, and that will end the inning. So the Renegades get a two-out base runner in Luke Fuller, but he does not leave the bag, and that will end the inning. So we'll head to the bottom of the first inning. Renegades held scoreless. 0-0 our score back in just a moment on the Show Me Sports Network. The following public service announcement is brought to you by the Eddie Goodell Society, Jefferson City Chapter 10, doing little things to make a big difference. Want to make a big difference in your community? Be kind to others, drive safely, and put litter in its proper place. Join us in celebrating Eddie Goodell's historic Major League appearance as a member of the St. Louis Browns by doing something nice for someone today. Take a walk, Eddie! Moex Dock and Norm Direct is back better than ever. Much more than your number one ground shuttle transportation service to St. Louis Airport. Yes! Moex Dock and Norm Direct is Mid-Missouri's leader in premier group travel. Sporting events, concerts, wedding receptions, the lake, winery trips, Branson, plaza shopping, reunions, pub crawls. Group sizes from 1 to 100 or beyond. We do it all. Remember, we want you to ride Moex Dock and Norm Direct. Braden Boyer getting ready to take the mound here. Right-handed pitcher donning the number nine this evening, ready to go to work and try and match starting pitcher for Chillicothe this evening. Will Loesch just won a four batter's face, scoreless top of the first inning. Renegade's got a two-out base hit off the bat of Luke Fuller, but nothing was to come of it, and they have reached now ten straight scoreless innings going back to last night. We'll see if the pitching continue to hold up their end of the bargain. They have pitched very well as of late for the Renegades. And even in that game where they gave up 10 a couple nights ago, many of those runs as a result of errors. So not even all 10 were earned. As pitching has really gotten into a groove for the Renegades. Renegades at 4-6 and six on the season, facing the 3-8 and eight Chillicothe Mudcats. Two teams meeting for the first time this season. Play here again in this ballpark on what is currently scheduled to be the final night of the regular season in late July. So now here we go, Boyer ready to go to work. Facing the leadoff hitter, Braden Hudson in center field, recorded the first out of the ball game on a catch against Adonis Forte. Boyer into the wind, and here's the pitch. This one swung and fouled back, now 0-1. Boyer last pitch a couple of nights ago on the 12th at home against the Outlaws. He went six innings, gave up just one run. See if he can replicate here that e this evening. Here comes the 0-1 pitch. This one swung and it foul again. And now 0-2 on the leadoff batter for the Mudcats. It'll be Hudson, Maris, and Bickers do up 1-2-3 in the order for the Mudcats this evening and this inning. Bottom of the first, 0-0 our score. First batter for the home team. Boy under the wind. Here comes the 0-2 pitch. This one swung and hit high in the air out towards right field. Going back as Matashek now takes a couple steps in. He's under it, and he makes the catch for out number one. Easy one out there for the Renegades right fielder, Matashek. Only to take a step or two back and then came in on it. Planted his feet and made the catch about head high for the first out of the evening. So Boyer now off and running. Reti retires the first batter that he faces, and it'll be Elijah Maris. Right field tonight. 
Right-handed batter facing the right-handed pitching Boyer. Renegade's playing relatively straight-up defense. Here comes the first pitch of the at-bat. This one in there, a called strike. Hook to catch the outside corner, although I am at a bit of an angle here from my current vantage point, so couldn't totally tell what that one was, but certainly in their first strike. The wind, the kick, and now the O-line. This one grounded weakly, but they're going to rule that foul. I think it went off the foot of Maris, and that runs it to 0-2. It went off the bat, and then I think off either the leg or the foot, and then kicked weakly on the grass in front of the pitcher, Boyer. But it was ruled a foul ball, so no, no balls and two strikes. Tyler Bickers waits on deck. Boyer just retired the first batter he faced this evening. Got a fly out to right field off the bat of Braden Hudson. So now after the foul ball, Boyer will look in. Now has one he likes, and here he will deliver the 0-2 pitch. This one swung on and missed, blew it by him, and that is out number two. Strikeout swinging a good morning, good afternoon, and good night to the number two hitter, Elijah Maris. So after he goes down on strikes, that'll bring up Tyler Bickers, the third baseman for the Mudcats. Sport the stirrups here this evening. Have to have to say, I think that's a good look. You got the maroon with the pinstripes on the top, and then the maroon socks and the stirrups on the legs. We'll see if he, like the Renegades, were able to do in the top of the first, get a two-out base runner. Right-hand hitter now in, and here's the pitch. This one inside makes it 1-0. Both pitchers, Boyer, in this half of the inning, and Loesch in the top half, looking strong early. Get a little bit of a sense of how I had last night when it was a 2-0 ball game and both starting pitchers were cruising. This one hit high in the air out to left. First coming in and now going back on it is Perkins. Now he's under it, and he makes the catch for out number three. So Braden Boyer sees the starting pitcher for the Mudcats. Loesch go out there and pitch a scoreless inning, and he does not one better. Goes three up, three down. Scoreless bottom of the first. We'll head to the second on the Show Me Sports Network back in just a moment. When things come out of left field, having a game plan matters. Farmers Insurance has over 90 years of experience helping people play through every stage of the game. We've seen almost everything, so we know how to cover almost anything. Talk to Farmers Agent Christopher Scott at 573-896-0131 to see how I can help you stay in the game. That's Christopher Scott at 573-896-0131. We are Farmers. Bum, ba, da, bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers, Truck Fire Insurance, Exchanges, and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. At the Boone County Journal, we're with you all the way. We know that you're more than just a subscriber. You're an employer. You're a parent. You're a neighbor. Most importantly, you're a community member. It's our goal to provide you with the latest news, sports, opinions, obituaries, classifieds, and more to keep you informed about your community. To find out more about the Boone County Journal or to subscribe, call 573-657-2334 or visit bocojo.com. The Boone County Journal, we're with you all the way. That's 5300. Or look them up online at Centurion. At Centurion Cares, for more than three decades, their focus has been on exceeding customer expectations for contact center software solutions. Their innovative communication solutions include utility interactive voice response software that allows for smart communication features that let your utility deliver superior customer service 24-7. They also provide other streamlined services like automatic call distribution, automated customer callback, reporting, and quality assurance. To find out more about how Centurion Cares can help 
your business. Call them at 727-421-5300 or look them up online at centurioncares.com. Centurion Cares, innovative communication solutions. Sorry about that producing gaffe I just had a moment ago. Still learning on the fly. Ball one in there to Carter Gorling. And now misses once again to run things to two balls and no strikes. Back here in the top of the second inning. Zero's your score. Both starting pitchers looked really good in their respective first. Here's the 2-0 pitch to Gorling. This one in there, a called strike. Now 2-1. and one. Renegades will have Gorling, Lovich, and Perkins do up four, five, six, seven in the order. This one I call a strike at the knees. I don't think Gorling liked that one, but regardless, it's now two balls and two strikes. There was a light shake of the head there by the Renegades' first baseman after that one was called a strike. So it's now two and two. The wind, the kick, and the pitch. This one grounded back up the middle to high chopper. Coming in is Ramirez. He catches on a uh, bounce and throws the first in time for the out. That was a nice play. So once Ramirez got that ball, he fired an absolute missile on over to first base, landed right in the glove of Guzman. And that is out number one. Pretty play there by the shortstop for the Mudcats. Said bounced so high by the time he was able to get that. Only a couple steps away from first base was Goring, but that throw made its way to first very quickly. This pitch fouled off. Strike one to Lovich. Jackson Lovich plays all around the infield. We've seen him at third, short, and now second this evening. All coming in the last couple of days. Nobody on, one out. Will Loesch has retired four of the first five that he's faced. This one hit down the right field line towards the foul line, and that is going to get out of place now 0-2. Carter Gorling led off this inning with a ground out to the shortstop. Now the number two batter in this top of the second, Jackson Govich. He's back in. Righty, righty matchup. Here's the pitch. This one swung and lined. Once again, foul. That'll get out of play, and we'll do the 0-2 once more. Just about 15 minutes into this ballgame. 0-0 score. Will Loesch faced four. Did not allow a run in the top of the first. This here's the 0-2 pitch. Did Lovich go? They're going to say he did, and that'll be a strikeout swinging. Tried to check his swing. Looked to be a close call, but the umpire rings him up, and that is the first strikeout of the ball game for Will Loesch on a couple of pitches to Jackson Lovich. After Loesch went for a scoreless top of the first, Braden Boyer came out and went 3 up, 3 down with a strikeout in the bottom half of the inning. Now Loesch, and out of way from getting through two scores, so you can get Brendan Perkins here to finish off this inning. Ground out and strikeout for the Renegades so far this inning. Nobody on and now two outs. Perkins in, left-hander. Was on the mound last night. Here's the pitch. Hits high in the air. That's going to get it over our heads. Foul out of place now, 0-1. It'll be Nolan Drill who waits on deck if Perkins can extend this top of the second inning. Here's the 0-1. This one hit in the air, out to center field, chasing after it is Hudson, still running. Now he's under it, makes the catch, head high for out number three. So Renegades go three up, three down in the second. They've only had one base runner so far. We will head to the bottom half. It's a 0-0 score. Mudcats coming to the plate. 
Throughout the course of any game, different actions stand out to different people. But everyone remembers a walk-off, especially if it's a walk-off wood bat. Handcrafted right here in Missouri, walk-off wood bat company bats are made with premium-grade maple, ash, and birch, fully customizable to make it truly yours. From the length and weight to the barrel and handle color, you're able to customize every feature of your wood bat, including personalized engraving with a 45-day warranty. In addition to selling custom handcrafted bats, they also offer a selection of bat accessories, including lizard skin bat grips and batting gloves. To help find your confidence at the plate, give walk-off wood Bat Company a call at 816-261-1014 or visit wowbats.com. Hello, Blake Gasaway here with the Show Me Sports Network. I've had the opportunity to have some amazing calls, including overtime touchdowns, walk-off home runs, and buzzer-beating baskets. But I've answered another call. That's to serve my community as a volunteer firefighter. Stop and think what would happen if your home or property caught fire and no one was there to put it out. Every day, volunteer firefighters not only save lives and property, but also respond to other emergencies. Nearly two-thirds of our nation's fire departments are manned by volunteer firefighters. And because of this, we simply need more volunteers to step up and answer the call. Stop by or contact your local fire department and see how you can become a volunteer firefighter today. I answered the call to serve my community. Will you? And Braden Boyer, we trust, coined by fellow Show Me Sports broadcaster Blake Gazaway. As Boyer heads out for the bottom of the second inning, looking to replicate what was a three-up, three-down first inning, he'll have to face Sears, Ramirez, and Guzman. It's now right-handed hitting Sears into the box. Boyer ready to go to work. And here's the first pitch of the inning. This one in there called strike. Boyer has yet to throw a ball, if my scoring is correct so far. He was 0-2 before the flyout to Hudson, struck out Maris on three pitches, and then he has thrown one ball, was to Pickens. This one misses, now second. Announcer drinks always works, and now it's a one-ball, one-strike count. Sears designated hitter on the evening. Boyer back into his windup, and here comes the 1-1 pitch. This one popped in and out of the glove of Hersler. Do not believe that one was a strike. Nope, it was not. So now a 2-1 count. I apologize to any fans of Braden Boyer because I may have just jinxed him out there on the mound as he's now thrown two straight balls since I opened my mouth and decided to talk about his command. Here's the pitch. This one in there. Swung on a missed. Got the fastball by him. And now we're even two balls and two strikes. Sears having a quick chat with the umpire after that one. Maybe asking for the count. Who knows? Boyer now a strike away from getting the first out of this bottom of the second inning. Here it is. This one swung on and fouled just in and out of the glove of Hersler. And we'll do the two-ball, two-strike pitch once more. Waiting on deck is the shortstop who made a really fine play, charging out on a ball and then flaring a bullet over to first base in short. Last inning, he waits on deck. But first, the two-ball, two-strike pitch to Tanner Sears. The wind, the kick, and the delivery. This one misses high, and now we run it full. Chilakothi reeling a little bit on the season, still very early, but a 3-8 and eight record. Just a game and a half worse than the Renegades who sit at 4-6 and six after last night's loss. Here comes the 3-2. This one swung on, hit out to center field. This might get in the gap. I think it will. Nope, Perkins runs it down. Nice running grab 
Thought that was going to drop in there between the left fielder Perkins and the center fielder Forte, but Perkins was able to run it down, makes the catch at about hip height, and that is out number one on the inning. When that ball got off the bat and the way Forte was running after it, I thought that was going to go in the gap, but it turns out he was actually just backing up the left fielder Perkins. So heads up defense there, Perkins makes the catch, and so far four up, four down for Braden Boyer. So that brings up Luis Ramirez. He steps in, looking to give the Mudcats their first base runner. This one in there for a college strike. 0-1 count. Elion Guzman playing first base on the evening, waits on deck. So far as I look at Guzman's take his practice swings, looks like it's going to be six straight right-handed batters against the right-handed pitching Boyer in this lineup. This one fouled back and out, 0-2. Boyer does have a strikeout or the strikeout swing of Elijah Maris in the number two spot in the order back in the top of the first. Three flyouts for the other three outs. Boyer's been efficient, has not thrown a ton of pitches. Only once has he thrown more than one ball in at bat. This one swung on and missed, and strike three, down goes Ramirez. Blew that one by him, second strikeout of the evening and just five batters with Boyer. He's retired, five up, five down. Ramirez will have to take the trot back to the first base dugout. Struck out on just three pitches. Now Ilion Guzman will step in, looking to still give the Mudcats their first base runner of the evening. Pretty similar start to what we saw Colin Damo go through last night. He retired the first nine batters he faced before giving up a leadoff single in the fourth. Here's the first pitch. This one misses low ball one. Ilion Guzman, who was on the receiving end of that fine defensive play that Ramirez pulled off in the top of the second inning. Now bats for the first time tonight. A little bit of an open stance, has that left foot pulled out to the side. This one swung on a missed. And now one ball, one strike count. If Guzman can give the Mudcats their first base runner of the evening and keep this bottom of the second alive, it's Ryan Middleman, the catcher, who waits on deck. Boyer into the line. Here's the pitch, this one. Up and in, now two balls and a strike. Between these two teams so far as we're an out away through two innings, have had just one base runner. That was a Luke Fuller single to center with two outs in the first. Everyone else has been sent back to the dugout pack. This one low and away. Now a three ball, one strike count. Like I said, Middleman catching tonight. Waits on deck. Bleed from the University of Tampa. If Guzman can continue this inning. It's now the 3-1, Boyer having to go to work, and here's his pitch. This one up and in, ball four, and Guzman will trot on down to first base with the first Mudcats base runner. Nicely worked at bat there by the first baseman for the Mudcats. Didn't chase anything as a couple pitches Boyer threw there in that at bat. Didn't miss by a whole lot, but Guzman was not inclined to go chasing. Swung at just one pitch, and after five pitches... Gets a free pass, so he'll be held on by Goring down there at first base. Everyone else, straight up defense. We'll see if they're inclined to put the runner Guzman in motion. Quick pickoff though to first, back in time diving is the runner. Middleman, the number, excuse me, Middleman. The number seven hitter in the Mudcats order. Bats with a runner on first and two out. Boyer having to pitch out of the stretch for the first time. This one in there, called strike. Looking to get through this second scorer's inning of work. Had retired the first five that he faced until 
And now they've got the runner picked off. They've got Guzman in a rundown. They chase him to second. Now chasing him back. Ott's got the ball, and he will apply the tag for out number three. As good pickoff move there by Boyer. They caught the runner Guzman too far off the bag, and a successful rundown retires him for out number three. So we're through two innings scoreless. We'll head to the third 0-0 score. Be right back in the Show Me Sports Network. We are State Tech. We are hands-on education. When you choose the number one two-year college in the country, you know you will be ready for your career. That's why at State Tech, we say, from the classroom to your career, we are the employer's choice. We are State Tech. Creating custom, handcrafted woodworking projects has never been easier. Become a member of Sawdust Studios and enjoy 24-7 access to a woodworker's paradise. Outfit with industry-leading, professional-grade tools, Sawdust Studios offers endless woodworking possibilities. Don't have woodworking experience? No problem, as Sawdust Studios offers affordable classes from a community of woodworkers, experienced designers, and master craftsmen. Youth classes are also offered for those junior woodworkers. For more information, search Sawdust Studios on Facebook or find them online at Sawdust. Sawdust247.com. Sawdust Studios, your community woodshop. Top of the third inning now after Braden Boyer picked off the base runner Guzman to end that bottom of the second inning after the Mudcats had just got their first base runner of the evening. Hi, I'm Ben Schmidt here on the Show Me Sports Network. Broadcasting to you live from, from June Schaefer Memorial Stadium. Renegades traveling here this afternoon and with that, let me remind you to go riding with Doc and Norm Direct, Mid-Missouri's leader in premier group travel. Group sizes from 1 to 100 or beyond, they do it all. Doc and Norm Direct is also the official transportation provider of the Renegades, getting us to all our road games efficiently, safely, and in style. To book your next spot for your next adventure, call them at 573-256-1991 or email them at reservations at moexpress.com. Thanks to Doc and Norm once again for getting us here safely this afternoon. Nice and easy drive, about two and a half hours when it's all said and done. First of two games that the Renegades will play in this ballpark this regular season. Second, I believe, is currently scheduled to be played on the last night of the regular season. Correct. July 23rd, these two teams will meet again in this ballpark. couple games between the two in Jefferson City in the time in between. So now we're ready to go. Top of the third inning, 0-0 our score. One base runner apiece for each side through the first two. First pitch is swung in it out to right off the bat of Nolan Drill. Going back on it is the right fielder. has got it sized up, and Maris makes the catch route number one. One pitch, one out against the third baseman, Nolan Drill, for the Renegades. So after the out recorded by Drill on the fly out to right field, that'll turn it over to Joe Hersler, number 900, before we go back to the top of the lineup for the Renegades. Hersler behind the dish tonight. One of a couple of Renegades catchers on this roster. Catching Boyer so far. This pitch hit in the air. Out to right. It's curling towards the foul line. It looks like it's going to get out of play, and it does for strike one. Thought we were going to have two pitches, two flyers there to right for a second, but that one continued to go and go and got over the fence and out of play in the right side. It's now on Pyro quickly. Dust off home plate before the 0-1 pitch here in a moment. Will Loesch has looked really good so far. Has struck out one renegade, but is retired so far out of the eight batters that he's faced. Seven out of them. 
Here's the pitch. This one swung line to right field. That's getting over the first baseman and down for a base hit. Guzman made a leaping attempt at it. Couldn't get it. And on with a one-out single is Joe Hersler goes opposite way for a Renegade's second hit of the evening. Guzman made a nice leaping attempt at that one. Couldn't get it. It splashes down in the grass in right field for a one-out single. So now after that, we'll go back to the top of the lineup. Now a chance for Adonis Forte to do some damage with a base runner. This inning started with a fly out to right field off the bat of Nolan Drill before Joe Herschel, the catcher, just singled to right. Now Forte up for the second time. They quickly throw over to first. Not in time as back in there safely is Herschler. Forte flew out to center field to get this ball game going. First two Renegades were retired in that inning before Luke Fuller singled to center. That was the only hit for the Renegades to the front two. And a third before Joe Herschler just singled to right. His pitch swung on a miss four. Strike one to Forte. Renegades did not have many at-bats with a runner in scoring position last night, I believe. Off the top of my head, it was just the one time where Matashek reached second base. This pitch misses outside to Forte. So now even at a ball and a strike. See if they can get one of those at-bats here early if Forte can put one in a gap somewhere or even just move Herschel up to second base who currently leads off of first, held on by Guzman. Here's the pitch. This one fouled off and now a ball and a two strikes. If you're just joining us here on the Show Me Sports Network for tonight's game between the Renegades and the Mudcats, this one cruising along so far with through two and a third innings. At least Will Loesch through two and a third innings. We're in the top of the third innings. 0-0 our score. Two hits for the Renegades, none for the Mudcats. This one lined out to left field, curling. It's going to stay fair and get down. Trotting it up to second base. He's going to hold right there. That's Hersler. Forte goes opposite way. Second opposite way single. And the Renegades have something cooking here with two on, one out in this top of the third inning. That ball hit off the end of the bat of Forte was easily going to get it by the third baseman. Only question would be whether it would get down fair, whether it would curve left of the foul line. It was trying its hardest, but it gets down fair in front of the left fielder right. And now two on, one out for the Renegades. Herschler took a small turnaround second base on the hit, but stays put there. So now Herschel off a second and Forte off a of first base. Steps off the mound. Loesch does. Looks the runner back. and First pitch to Colby Ott will have to wait. He popped up on a high infield hit ball. It's a shortstop his first time up in the first inning. Now an RBI opportunity here for the Renegade shortstop. This one hit weakly off the end of the bat, but that's foul. Off to the right side. So now no balls and a strike. Renegades came into this inning with just one hit through the first two innings, but now have tripled that up to three hits. Two hits this inning coming on a single to right off the bat of Herschler and a single to left off the bat of Forte. It's now two on with one out after no one drew was the first out on the first pitch of this inning. Will Lowe's looking to get through three innings of work. This one misses low and away. One ball, one strike now to Colby Ott. Played second base last night. Now at shortstop this evening. Seems to be like that's where you've seen him most of the season, either at second or short. Also been hitting uh, usually in the upper half of this Renegades lineup. This one fouled off third base side, and it runs into one ball, two strikes. Luke Fuller, who had the first Renegades hit to center field in the first inning. DH waits on deck. Matishek also in the hole, but that would require one of the next two Renegades batters to reach. Hopefully that happens, and they can drive in what would be their first run since a couple of nights ago when they were in Joplin. Put up 15 runs on that night. 
were blanked in a 2 nothing loss last night and have nothing here early. This one inside, and now a two-ball, two-strike count. Looked like Mudcatcher trying to get that one for call track three. Just missed inside. It's now odd back into the batter's box. Going to have to do some two-strike damage here if he wants to keep this third-inning rally going. 0-0 zero, zero score. Here's the pitch. This one swung a hit foul up in the air and off the backstop just in front of me. Couldn't find initially where that ball went, but all I could tell was Ott was not moving out of the batter's box. So I knew it was foul, but didn't know if there was a chance for anyone to catch it. But it hits the top of the netting behind home plate, and we'll do the 2-2 once again. Looking for the first run for either side here in Chillicothe. Hunters take the lead at first and second. This one hit once again, fouling out of play, and we'll do another 2-2. Joe Herstor single to right, followed by an Adonis Forte single to left. Both opposite way hits for the number nine and number one hitter in this Renegades order. Now Jeff City a chance to jump out on top. Have not held a lead since Ninth inning of the 15-10 win against Joplin. Here's the pitch. This one swung lined out to the shortstop. He can't make the catch. It kicks away. It looks like they're going to have a fourth play at third, and they get one out. Runner Herschler had to hold as that one was lined basically right at the shortstop Ramirez, and even though he wasn't able to make the catch, the ball didn't kick away far, and by the time he was up with an easy force out at third base, that'll go down as a fielder's choice and out number two. It was a well-hit ball, and... Had some backspin on it, so trying to make the catch just above the ankles was the shortstop Ramirez. Couldn't do it, but like I said, runners had to hold there as it was a ball that looked like it was going to be caught. So some bad luck there for the Renegades. These umpires now meeting. Don't know what they're discussing. Forte moved up to second base on the play as Ott reached it first. Discussion still going on between the third base umpire and the home plate umpire. Don't know what they are talking about as Herschel was clearly out at third base, was maybe not even two-thirds of the way since he was holding by the time that that throw was made from Ramirez to Pickers. Discussion is now over. They ruined the runner safe at first and second. Don't totally know what the manager is arguing about. Maybe he's thinking that that ball was originally caught and that the runners didn't tag, but honestly, I don't know what the discussion here has to be because once they threw the ball to third to get the force on Herschler, play kind of just ended, so I don't necessarily know what his argument is, but he certainly seems to be adamant about it. Now we'll finally accept that it's going to be two on with two out, and we'll head on back to the dugout. Like I said, don't totally know what his argument would have been. It seemed like a very simple play to digest. It was lined to short, couldn't make the catch, but since the runners had to hold, there would be a forced play, and Herschel was out at third. So now it'll have to be Jack, excuse me, not Jack Matishek, he waits on deck as Luke Fuller steps in with two on and two out. Ah, who just reached on a fielder's choice off a of first, and Forte off a of second base. So now Luke Fuller just had one of the fans here in attendance scream out his name, so He's got at least one here cheering for him. Looks at a strike to begin his at-bat. Sending start with a fly out to right off the bat of Nolan Drill before Joe Herschler and Adonis Forte hit back-to-back -back singles, but Herschler was just out at third base on a fielder's choice. So now two on, two outs. L1 counting Luke Fuller. 
Will Lotion out away from three innings. This one lined on the first baseline, but over to get it is Guzman. Nice play on the ground ball. He's up with it and steps on the bag to end the inning. So Renegades threatened with a couple base runners, but can't push anything across, and this one stays 0-0. What to the bottom third inning on the Show Me Sports Network? I'm Mitch Schmidt. I'll be back in just a moment. Riverdale Christian Academy has been providing a strong biblical foundation and academic excellence within a Christian environment to students for more than 16 years. Located in the Jefferson City, Riverdale Christian Academy offers kinder prep through 7th grade with 8th grade to be added in the 2023-2024 school year. Riverdale Christian Academy's primary goal is the discipleship of the next generation to impact the world for Christ. Average class sizes are just 16 students with a student body composed of families from over 30 area churches. Kinder prep offerings include 3 and 5 full day sessions with kindergarten offering a half day and full day program. To find out more about Riverdale Christian Academy. Call them at 573-634-3983. Last Sentinel Firearms is your federally licensed and registered Type 7 FFL manufacturer dealer in Missouri, providing quality products to all types of sports enthusiasts, law enforcement, and individuals across the nation. Orders are currently being fulfilled offering custom-built pistols and rifles from the AR platform made right here in Missouri. Visit their website at lastsentinelfirearms.com or call them at 417-684-7202 to find out what they've got for you. Last Sentinel Firearms, you are your last line of defense. Welcome back to Renegades Baseball here on the Show Me Sports Network. Really nice night at the ballpark here at June Schaefer Memorial Stadium in Chillicothe, Missouri. Here on to the bottom of the third inning on what has been a pretty quick moving game so far thanks to two pitchers that seem pretty locked in. And we are still scoring 0-0 as we head to the bottom half of the third inning. Braden Boyers had to face the minimum thanks to a pickoff after Elian Guzman was the first base runner of the game for the Chillicothe Mudcats on a walk but he was subsequently picked off, leaning too far off of first base, and now Ryan Minowin will get to step in. He saw one pitch, a strike in that at bat in the bottom of the second inning, but will now step back in. We'll see what he does here to lead off this bottom of the third inning, looking to scratch across the first run for either side. This one hit high in the air out to center, Forte goes back, looks to have it measured under it now, and makes the catch one pitch and out number one. Boyer continues to cruise here in this one. Not a whole lot of deep fly balls hit by either side. As it looks like pretty easy so far for all of these outfielders, both left, right, and center field, to measure these up. Have not seen a lot of running catches. Really, the only one I can maybe think of was where Brendan Perkins tracked one down on a ball that I thought originally off the bat was heading for the gap. That was last inning, but he made the catch about hip high. Outside of that, it's been cans of corn. Here's the first pitch of the at-bat to Jonas Sanford. This one misses... Inside, it's now 1-0. Number 8 batter in this order. Mudcats have just one base run on a walk. It's now the number 8 batter hits. Sanford with Austin Wright, the left fielder, waiting on deck. Boyer, here's the pitch. This one just missed. Thought it was going to be a called strike at the belt, but call was not made. It's now two balls and no strikes. Boyer's had to throw just one pitch out of the stretch so far this evening as Next one was a pickoff. This one, foul ball. Kind of just a quarter swing there by Jonas Sanford, and it hit on the lower end of the bat and off to the right side. It was, really wanted to make sure that didn't go off his hands for a hit by pitch, but nope, it was a foul ball. So now two balls and a strike on the second baseman of the Mudcats. 
Boyer into his wide. Here's the pitch. This one wide out towards short. Ott dives. Kid get it, and that's into center field for the first hit of the ball game for Chillicothe. Ott made an attempt at it. Went airborne to try and dive and knock that one down, but really never had a shot. Is that one is a one-out base hit for the Mudcats. Sanford put good one on that one. Lined it into center field. Forte was over to pick it up, but by that time, Sanford was already at first base. Second base runner of the evening now for Chillicothe. So with that, Sanford will be held on at first base by Goring, but Boyer now having to face what is the only left-handed starter in this lineup. Here's the pitch. Misses up. Ball one to Austin Wright. Just joining us, 0-0 score, one out in this bottom of the third inning. Renegades have three hits. Chillicothe just got their first on a single to center field off the bat of Jonas Sanford. It's now Austin right to left-handed batting. Left fielder steps in, facing Braden Boyer. Here's the pitch, this one a called strike. Now even at a ball and a strike. Mudcats did have a base runner before the single that just a moment ago, but it was a walk, and that runner Guzman was subsequently picked off just a couple pitches later. Here's the pitch. This one swung on and missed. Pulled the string there. Nice off speed coming out of the right hand of Boyer. And now a one ball, two strike count. Boyer always early picking up where he left off when he last took the mound on Sunday evening. Finished that game going six innings. Just gave up the one run. It was a game that the Renegades had to come back to win 7-6 against the Joplin Outlaws where they walked it off in the bottom of the ninth. So Boyer took a no decision in that one. Here's the 1-2 pitch. This one misses outside. And now two balls and two strikes to the number nine hitter. Second time through the Mudcatch order coming up here in just a moment. We'll go back to the top in Braden Hudson. Elijah Maris to follow. Quick throw over to first. Back diving in safely is Sanford. Once again, being held on by Gorling. One of the couple players on the evening sporting the stirrups. Gorling, one of them. I see Odd out there has him as well. Back into the box now right. Awaits the 2-2 pitch. This one high and away. And a full count to the left fielder for Chillicothe. We'll see if they put Sanford in motion here on a 3-2 pitch. Only left-handed hitting position player in the lineup this evening through the first nine. All eight right-handed hitters against the right-handed pitching Boyer before Wright just steps in. So now we'll do the 3-2 pitch. Sanford takes lead off of first, not running. This one foul, and we'll do it again. First hit just a moment ago for Chillicothe on the evening. It was a single to center field by Jonas Sanford. He now leads off of first base. Sanford, the second baseman, takes his lead with the left fielder, Austin right batting. It's now back into the box. We'll do the 3-2 pitch once again. Here's Boyer's delivery. This one high, and Wright will trot on down to first with the walk. They try appealing, but they say Wright did not go, and now runners on first and second with one out, just like the Renegades had in the top half of this inning. So on the play, Sanford moves up to second base, right on down to first, and now we'll go through this Chillicothe lineup once again. Hudson bats with Maris waiting on deck. Chillicothe, if they can scratch one across, will be the first team on the board here this evening. Renegades currently in an offensive slump. They were blanked 2 nothing last night and through their first three trips to the plate, don't have anything here this evening. 
Boyer checks runner. Here's the pitch. It's a bunt, but it's fouled off. Gorling came charging in late against a right-handed batting Hudson who tried to bunt there, but his bunt attempt went foul straight off the backstop behind home plate. So now it'll be 0-1 to Hudson who flew out to right field to get the Mudcats going in the bottom of the first inning. He steps back in now as Sanford leads off second right off of first base. Gorling not holding him on plays even with the runner now steps in on the grass thinking a bunt will come again but this one will not be bunted as it's hit foul out of place now an 0-2 count almost certainly not a bunt coming here now and a two strike count. Hudson looking to drive in a run here or at the very least move these base runners up to second and third. Boyer's been crisp so far giving up just one hit two walks as well as through the front nine he retired seven of them that he faced check the runner Sanford leading off a second looks back a couple of times and that will bring home the 0-2 pitch to Hudson swung on him is blew it by him in a big strikeout for out number two sends Hudson back to the dugout just three pitches to the Mudcats leadoff hitter before Boyer sends him pack in for out number two Third strikeout of the evening. All three swinging out of the arm of Braden Boyer. And now we'll look to keep the Mudcats off the scoreboard if he can get this last out of the bottom of the third inning. Two base runners on thanks to a single and a walk. Now Renegade's return to straight up defense. Scoring now playing behind the runner. Here's the pitch. This one going to go as a foul ball. Thought originally based on the sound that that ball made that it might have hit the batter Elijah Maris, but it is a foul ball. Must have been off the lower part of that wooden bat. So now no balls, one strike count. Maris struck out swinging on just three pitches. His first trip to the dish. Second batter in this lineup. Does have an RBA opportunity here, but with two outs. Sanford, the second baseman, leading off a second. As quick trip to the mound just happened between the catcher Hersler and the pitcher Boyer. We're certainly talking about just a little bit of strategy going on with two outs, but a runner in scoring position and another at first base. Runners not playing on top of the bag, so no chance for a pickoff throw attempt here. Straight up defense, Sanford off second and right off of first. Here's the pitch, swung on and missed, pulled the string there, and now 0-2. So Elijah Maris has seen five pitches, and all five of them have been strikes. Boyer looking to get the third one of this this at bat, what would be a second straight strikeout, trying to end this bottom of the third inning. He looks in for the sign from Hersler. Got one that he likes. He's ahead of the count to Elijah Maris, right fielder. 0-2. Two. two on, two out. Here's Boyer's pitch. This one misses low, and now a ball on two strikes. Tried to get him to chase in an 0-2 count. Maris did not bite. And we'll do the 1-2 here in just a moment. Here at June Schaefer Memorial Stadium between the Mudcats and the Renegades. 0-0 score. Two outs, two on, bottom of the third. Here's the pitch. This one swung on a miss. Strike three. Second in a row. Boyer really gets down to business after the two base runners and sends us to the fourth. Still scoreless. So Renegades going through the top of their order here in just a moment. We'll be back. They will push across the first run of the ballgame in the bottom of the fourth on the Show Me Sports Network. 
Hi, this is Nick Hoslog, owner of Hoslog Landscape and Design. Every day, my highly trained team of experts works hard to give you the outdoor living area you've been dreaming of. By focusing solely on landscaping and hardscape construction, this has made us the preferred landscape and design company serving Jefferson City and the Central Missouri area. Thank you for all your continued support in voting us as winners of the Reader's Choice Awards and Jefferson City's Best multiple years running. When you are ready to begin your dream outdoor project, call us at 573-301-9464 to schedule an estimate or visit hoslaglandscape.com. Since 2018, Han Custom Laser Engraving LLC has been specializing in all things custom, using large format, high-powered lasers. With some of the most advanced technologies on the market, anything can become a canvas. The state-of-the-art system makes quick work of custom engraving on cups, glass, tile, wood, acrylic, metal, headstones with endless possibilities. They also offer custom one-of-a-kind signs that are sure to make your design stand out. Find them on Facebook at Han Custom Laser Engraving or call 573-489-8732 to find out more on custom laser engraving llc a veteran owned business will loge out for his fourth inning of work this evening picks three scoreless so far against this renegades lineup we're going to repeat that for a fourth time here as he takes the mound he'll face four five six in the renegades lineup matashek growing and lovich Retired all three of them the first time they came through the order. Matashek grounded out to third, Gorling ground out to short, and Lovich went down swinging. We'll see if the tide can finally start to turn here for the Renegades. They have not had a whole lot of look on the offensive side in the last 24 hours. But thanks to their pitching, they are very much in this one and have a chance to take the lead here in the top of the fourth inning, 0-0 score. So now Will Loesch looking to go to work. Has allowed three hits so far on the evening. Only one strikeout. And now gets Matashek to fell. This one off for strike one. The one strikeout came against Lovich. Struck him out swinging in the second. Outside of that, a lot of balls hit in the air. Two in the first. One in the second. And one in the third. And that's been the main way that Loesch has recorded his out so far. A one pitch on the way to Matashek. This one ripped out to right field, and that gets over the leaping head of the second baseman. Sanford, a leadoff single as Matashek was hustling. Thought he might really push one there, but he takes a turn and stays put at first. A leadoff single for the Renegades here in this top of the fourth. Matashek has really been working well at this near the top of this Renegades, Renegades lineup the last couple of evenings. Last night when the Renegades had just three hits, Matashek had two of them. Hitting out of the two spot last night, DHing it a double and a single. Now as a leadoff single, he's one for two on the evening. Is now Carter Gorling steps in, takes a ball low to begin his at bat with it now a runner on first base. No one out in the top of the fourth inning. Loesch now pitching out of the stretch. Matashek leads off first. This one just below the knees. Now a two ball, no strike count. Gorling, we've seen him play first also take the mound a couple of times so far in this season now steps in and fouls this one off so now two balls and one strike just a couple weeks into this mink league regular season as we've reached the middle of june renegades sit at four and six after last night's loss chillicothe just a game and a half worse at three and eight quick pickoff attempt at first base matashek dove back in first baseman guzman held the tag on for a pretty long time but Matashek smartly kept 
both his hand and then I believe his foot as well on the bag. Guzman still holds him on at first base. Now the pitch. This one hit high in the air out to right field. Right field, Maris is over. Now in foul ground, but makes the catch, so Matiszczak will have to trot on back to first. And that is out number one off the bat of Gorling. Hit that one high in the air, but right field, Maris had plenty of time to track it down for out number one. Ball actually tailed off all the way into foul ground, but pretty good amount of grass out there to the right side of the right field line. More than enough space for Maris to run that one down. So now with one out and one on, Matiszczak leading off first, and Jackson Lovich will step in. That one missed for a ball to begin his at-bat. So now opportunity to get something going for the Renegades. They have not scored a run since a couple of nights ago when they were in Joplin. We're blanked last night 2 to nothing. Here's the pitch to Lovich. This one got him on the arm, and that will allow Lovich to trot on down to first base. Either got him on the arm or the wrist area, but he looks to be all right, so Matiszczak will trot it up to second base after the one-out hit by pitch on the Renegades' second baseman. This inning started with a single to right off the bat of Jack Matiszczak before Carter Goring just flew out to right field, and then on the second pitch of his at-bat, Jackson Lovich was hit on the arm-wrist area of his left arm. He's all right, though, and takes first base, so now two on for the second straight inning for the Renegades. He had two on one out in the third. Couldn't get anything out of it. Now as we move to the seventh hitter, Brennan Perkins. He takes the ball low here. He's got a similar opportunity that we saw in the third. Perkins flew out to center his first time up, but no one was on at that circumstance. It was the final out of the second inning. Now a much bigger spot here is Matiszczak off a second, Lovich off a first. This one, a called strike. Snell evens things up. One ball, one strike. Looked to be pretty close there at the knees. Perkins took it and was given a strike one call. So now Will Loesch working out of the stretch with two runners on. Matiszczak off of first, Lovich off of first, Matiszczak off of second, Lovich off of first. Here's the 1-1. One -one. This one swung on a miss. Loesch really pulled the string there as Perkins was out in front. And now it'll go to one ball, two strikes. Nolan Drill waits on deck. Neither team has scored 0-0-1 out into this top of the fourth inning. We'll see who's able to push one across first this evening. Quick check of the runners. Here's Loesch's pitch. Swung, hit in the hole between first and second. First baseman Guzman's got it, but the pitcher Loesch didn't cover the bag. So that'll go down as an infield single off the bat of Perkins, and that loads the bases for the Renegades. Other runners advance. Guzman had to go to his right to field that ball, and Loesch was not quick enough off the mound, and Guzman looked up and accepted defeat on that one, just held the ball as that allowed Perkins to trot on up to first base. It was a nice lunging defensive grab by Guzman, who was out of his first baseman's position, but like I said, Loesch was nowhere near the first base bag once he got the ball. So now base is loaded for Nolan Drill. This pitch hit high in the air on the infield. This should be out number two. It's an infield fly. They rule it. Second baseman Sanford makes the catch, and that is one pitch out number two against Nolan Drill. So now still bases loaded. Matiszczak on third base. Lovich, who was hit by a pitch on second, and Perkins, who just hit an infield single, the fourth hit of the evening for the Renegades off of first. But Drill, who has seen just two pitches this evening, is now over two. And it'll be up to Joe Hersler if the Renegades want to scratch across a run. He singled to right his first time up. Renegades hoping he can do something similar here as they've got bases loaded, but now two outs after the infield fly. 
Here's the pitch from Loesch. This one misses low. Ball one. Herschler behind the dish tonight. One of a couple catchers. Renegades are carrying this season. 0-0 score. Two outs now in this top of the fourth inning here in Chillicothe. Mudcat starter Will Loesch looking to wiggle around a bases loaded one-out jam. This one swung on a miss. Now a strike there on the catcher Herschler. One ball, one strike. If Herschler can reach and would have to drive in at least one run here for the Renegades, we'd go back to the top to Forte, who waits on deck. Runners take their leads. None of them held on. Here's the pitch. High and inside. Now two ball, one strike count on Herschler. First baseman Guzman plays basically even with the runner off of first base, Perkins, who had an infield single to the first baseman just two batters ago. Loaded the bases with one out before the infield fly pop up to second base off the batted drill. Here's a pitch, skips in there and gets away. Matashek can't come home as that one did not get that far away from the catcher middleman. It skipped off to the left side, but just out of that dirt area behind home plate. But regardless, now a three ball, one strike count. So major potential here for the Renegades to bring in their first run of this evening. See some movement, some stretching in that to a coffee bullpen, but no throwing so far. Rolos delivers this one just inside, and that's ball four to bring in a run. Had to hold a second to see if that one would be called for strike three, strike two, pardon me, but it was not. RBI credited to Joe Hersler as Matashek comes in to score, and now a one nothing Renegades lead. on the play. Perkins moves up to second. Lovich on to third as they're now going to have a meeting at the mound. It looks to be the manager, I think, who's come out here. He's not making an indication that he wants that baseball, though, so it looks like it's going to be Lowe's here to try and get through this fourth inning. Joe Herschel just now in a 3-1 count. Took a base on ball on a pitch that looked to be close, but it was called ball four, so he gets free past the first base and the RBI for this first run of the ball game. Matashek, who singled the right to lead off this inning, trotted on home to score. Other runners advanced on the play. And so now still bases loaded with two outs. Seventh runner, seventh batter of the inning now coming to the plate in Adonis Forte. He's flown out to center and singled to left his last time up in the third. Now bats here in the fourth with bases loaded and two outs. Renegades now lead one to nothing. Here's the pitch from Loesch. Called strike at the knees. Gets this at bat off and running. We just had bases loaded to a 0-0 score before Joe Hersler just walked to force in the first run in Jack Matashek. So now Forte, here's the pitch. Hit foul on out 0-2, so we'll go strike away from ending this inning with just a 1-0 score. Playing center field and leading off the last two evenings is Forte. 1-2. for two. It's for the third time now in four innings. Will Loesch a strike away and out away from sending us to the bottom half of this fourth inning. Long again to the catcher, Middleman. Runners take their leads. Ducks on the pond. Here's the pitch. Swung and grounded off to third. It was foul as Jackson Lovich tried to make a barehand attempt as the base runner on that one. Was not able to bring it in. But it's a foul ball, so it'll stay right at an 0-2 count. Matashek just scored at run number one for the Renegades. Well, which, like I just said, who tried to make that bare hand on the foul ball leads off a third. Herschel out for first and Perkins off a second. 
We do the 0-2 pitch once again. Loesch has got it. Here it comes. Ripped down the first baseline. Nice play by Guzman once again. He's got it. Just beats Forte to the bag. That goes ground out three unassisted to end the inning on the sliding stop by the Mudcats first baseman. But not before the Renegades get on the scoreboard. The first run for either side. They score once on a bases loaded walk. So we head to the bottom of the fourth. Renegades now lead this one one to nothing. We'll be back in just a moment on the Show Me Sports Network. Running out of some of your favorite Avon products and haven't seen an Avon brochure in quite some time? No need to worry. Avon Independent Sales Representative Michelle Carty can help with your skin so soft, makeup, jewelry, fragrance, and skin care needs. Avon now carries cleaning supplies, clothing, daily essentials, and several small LG electronic items. You now have the opportunity to shop online 24-7 and have your order shipped directly to your front door by shopping with Michelle at mcarty.avonrepresentative.com. Dot com or find her on Facebook by searching Avon Carty. The following public service announcement is brought to you by the Eddie Goodell Society, Jefferson City Chapter 10, doing little things to make a big difference. Want to make a big difference in your community? Be kind to others, drive safely, and put litter in its proper place. Join us in celebrating Eddie Goodell's historic Major League appearance as a member of the St. Louis Browns by doing something nice for someone today. Take a walk, Eddie. Renegades looking to move to five and six on the season. They've been hovering right around that 500 mark all season long. Have not gone on any big winning streaks or losing streaks. Most wins they've had in a row was two. Same with the most losses as they continue to alternate in that win-loss column. They lost 2-0 on Wednesday night to Joplin before putting up by far their best offense performance of the season on Thursday, a 15-10 win before returning home last night to Vivian Field where they lost 2-0 to Sedalia. So now they're on the board. They have scored their first run since Thursday night. Came in on the base on balls last inning for Joe Hersler. They lead this 1-1-0 bottom of the fourth inning. Braden Boyer has been excellent this evening for the Renegades. He's through the first innings, allowed just one hit and no runs. He takes the mound once again, facing Tyler Bickens. Here's the first pitch. This one a called strike to the third baseman for the Mudcats. Bickens flew out to left field to end what was a three-up, three-down first inning in his first at-bat. Now bats here with no one out to lead off the bottom of the fourth. Here's the pitch from Boyer. This one once again a called strike, and now 0-2 Boyer had two runners on with one out last inning in the third before coming back to strike out both Brayden Hudson and Elijah Maris back-to-back -back swinging to escape that inning unharmed. Hooks for potentially a third strike in a row. He's got an 0-2 count on Bickens. The wind, the kick, and the pitch. This one ripped out to right field, but that's foul and out of play. So hard from this angle to tell off those off the bat to right field whether they're fair or foul. Is that one put good one eye on it, but was late on it so fouls it off to the right side we'll do the 0-2 once more Boyer now back on the bump looking in for the sign from Herschler who just drove in the first run of the game here's the wind and the right handers pitch this one hit out to second just past the diving glove of Lovich coming in to pick it up is the right fielder Matashek and that is a leadoff single for the Mudcats off the bat of Tyler Bickens Jackson Lovich made a diving attempt at that ball looked to be pretty close to coming up with it but just got by the glove and into right field and then subsequently died in the glass for Matashek playing a good right field came in quickly to get it and hold Bickens to a leadoff single. 
So now after the single to right field, Bickens will lead off of first base. Tanner Sears, the DH who flew out to left to start the second inning, will step in. Boyer retired to the first five batters he faced in this ballgame. Has had to work now with some more runners on these last couple innings. Pumps this one in there for a call strike to open the at-bat to Sears. Sears ran it full his first at-bat up there to lead off the second before his flyout. Boyer now back on the bump. Bickens takes his lead off of first, quickly throws over. Gorling's got it, but back in there safely is the base runner. Luis Ramirez waits on deck the shortstop. Elian Guzman in the hole. Boyer now set to deliver the 0-1 pitch. This one swung on a missed. Blew the heat by him there on Tanner Sears. And now an 0-2 count. I'm no pitcher. I'm no Braden Boyer out there on the mound. But would not be shocked here in an 0-2 count. I had to see him try and pull the spring, pull the string with the off-speed here. Quick throw over to first. Back in time safely is Bickens. He's gone back-to-back -back fastballs in this at-bat to get to 0-2. Called strike and a swinging strike. Would not shocked, be shocked to see him here try and go off-speed and get him out in front. Boyer now set at the belt. Here's the 0-2 pitch. This one swung and fouled off to the left side. Did go off-speed there. Shears was out in front and hit it off to the left. And out of play. Bickens was running on the play. He'll have to trot on back to first base. He actually cleaned it up. Cleaned it up. The skid marks just in front of second base where he slid into the bag was then kind enough to pop back up and kick him off with his cleats, kind of get it back to normal. Maybe an indication that he plans on sliding into that second base bag once again here. We'll see if he's off and running. So we'll do the 0-2 once again to Tanner Sears facing Braden Boyer who works through this Mudcats lineup for the second time. Has not allowed a run. It's just two hits given up. Quick throw over to first once again. They're really trying to prevent Bickens from getting a leadoff. There at first base, being held on by Gorling. So now Sears, the DH tonight for Chillicothe, back in there, right-handed batter, facing the right-handed pitching Boyer. We'll see if Bickens is on the run. He's not. This one way inside. That actually got the batter, Sears, and he'll trot on down to first base with a hit-by-pitch. Boyer was just ahead on an 0-2 count before trying to run one in. Couldn't find the spot, and that hit Sears on the Left arms, now two on with nobody out for Chillicothe in this bottom of the fourth. Just an over an hour into this one, Renegades just took the lead in the top half of this fourth inning on a bases loaded walk. They've had five hits through four, but have only been able to push across one run. And now, second inning in a row where the Mudcats have two on. Runners take the leads at first and second. Here's Boyer's pitch. This one misses outside. A ball to Luis Ramirez, who struck out swinging on three pitches. His first time up in the second. Tanner Sears leads off a first. Tyler Bickens off a second. Bickens singled, and Sears was just hit by a pitch. So now, Boyer with work to do. Gorling plays in on the grass, maybe expecting a bunt here off the bat of Ramirez. Boyer checks the runners. And now will kick and deliver to Ramirez. This one fouled off. Runner was off and running two-third, but he'll have to head on back. That's the runner, Bickens, who already tried to steal second before the hit by pitch, and now is running there to third. But with the foul, he'll head on back. So now a one-ball, one-strike count. Boyer been real effective so far this evening. One of the bigger threats he's had to face. Had first and second one out last inning before striking out two batters. Now he's got to work through first and second. Nobody out here in the fourth. 
Goring now a couple steps back, no longer playing on the grass. Plays actually behind the runner off of first base. Sears. Here's the 1-1. This one fouled once again, and now we'll do it 1-2. and two. Third baseman Drill was in on the edge of the grass. We'll see if he takes a couple steps back now with the two-strike count. Jackson Lovich far back on the dirt at his second base spot. Only a step or two in front of the grass. Now takes a few more steps in. Odd playing pretty much even with the runner taking his lead off at second base. That's Biggins. Boyer's now got the sign that he likes from Herschler. And now will step off the mound. Tries to look Biggins back to second base. Was trying to extend that lead little by little. Just tried to steal third a few pitches ago on the foul ball. See if he does it again right here in a 1-2 count to Ramirez. Boyer checking the runner. He's off. Here's the pitch. This one a ball. Third on the third. Drill's got it. The tag. And he's in there safely. Bacon swipes third on the play. Sears stays put at first base. Now first and third. Nobody out. And a ball as well. It's now a two ball, two strike count. Bacon's got a good jump there. He's already seen him try and steal a bag a couple of times this inning on pitches that were foul. Successfully does it there. And now tying run just 90 feet away with no one out in this bottom of the fourth inning. Sears still at first. 2-2 count now on Ramirez looking to drive in a run for the Mudcats. Here's the pitch. This one swung on a hit in the air. Foul ball out of play. And we'll stay right here locked at two balls and two strikes. If you're just joining us, this one was scoreless through the first three innings. Both starting pitchers, Braden Boyer and Will Loesch, have worked well. But the Renegades just took the lead in this top of the fourth inning on a base-loaded walk. Now Mudcats threatening first and third. Nobody outs. Two balls, two strikes to Luis Ramirez. Here's Boyer's pitch. This one just missed. Just below the belt, but was just high. So now... It is run full, in danger of potentially loading the bases. Boyer tried to get a called strike three looking there to Ramirez, but did not get the call. So now it's run full. Renegades trying to hang on to the first lead that they've had in a couple nights. Quick throw to first. Back in time safely is the base runner, Sears. Brandon Boyer making his first start since Sunday when he pitched at home at Vivian Field. Pitched really well in that ballgame as well for the Renegades. Went six innings, one run allowed. Here's the pitch, swung and foul, and it stays right at full. That one actually found its way through the netting here off to our right side. Fan ends up with a foul ball to go with his beer this evening. Takes the souvenir. And now we'll do the 3-2 pitch once again. It is Luis Ramirez who stands in there, struck out swinging his first at bat up in the second. Now in a big spot, first and third, nobody out. Bacon's off a third, Sears off a first. Quick throw over to first, diving back in. Safely is the base runner, Sears. Brayden Boyer's got work to do. Pitching with nobody out in this bottom of the fourth inning. We'll see how deep he's able to go this evening. Was relatively efficient through the front three. Most rookies had to do now here in the bottom of the fourth. Here's a 3-2. This one lipped out to center field. That's going to get down in front of Forte, and that'll drive in the first run of the ball game. RBI single. No shot for Ott, the first baseman, to catch that one as it was lined over his head. So that'll go down as an RBI single. Really nice at bat for Luis Ramirez. He knocks this thing up at one run apiece. Bickens, who stole third base just a moment ago, trots on home to even things up at one. Sears also moved up to second base on the play as now the Renegades are going to have a meeting at the mound as 
All three batters this inning for Chillicothe have reached thanks to a single to right, a hit by pitch, and now an RBI single to center off the bat of Luis Ramirez. They're now knotted at one run apiece. Renegades still lead in the hit column. They've got five through their first four. Chillicothe now at three hits, but still nobody out for them in this bottom of the fourth inning. Meeting at the mound still going on. Third baseman Noah Drill joining them as well, along with catcher Herschler. Trying to settle down the pitcher, Braden Blair, who through the first three innings was scoreless before the first three base runners have reached here in this bottom of the fourth to knot things up at a run apiece after the Renegades just scored in the top half of this inning. So lead does not last for long for Jefferson City. We are once again knotted after spending the first three innings knotted at zero. So now with runners on first and second, still nobody out. Elian Guzman will step in first base and has made a couple of fine plays at his first baseman's position this evening. Walked in the second, but was picked off to end that inning by Boyer. Work to do now. Here's the first pitch. This one in there, a call strike to the first baseman of Chillicothe. Guzman from Bloomfield College. Utility player for this Mudcats team. Like I said, playing first base tonight. Boyer checks the runner, reading off second base. That's Sears. Now here's the pitch. This one just missed inside. Guzman started to swing there, held up pretty easily. And that evens things at one ball, one strike. Guzman was the first base runner of this ball game. Like I said, walked with two outs in the bottom of the second inning, but with that was then picked off by Boyer. Now on an even bigger spot here, runners off of first and second. Here's the pitch. This one hit in the air, foul out of play. And we'll stay right here at one and two. I don't actually know where that ball came down. It, it was hit right above my head in foul territory, but might have gotten over everyone and out of play. Regardless, it's now a one ball, two strike counts. Boyer with work to do. He is not recording out yet. This inning has already given up a run and two more base runners lead off for first and second. Here's the one, two pitch. This one up high and now it's even, two and two. Ryan Middleman waits on deck. The catcher who flew out to center his first plate appearance to lead off the third inning. Could potentially bat with a couple runners on base. At least one in scoring position depending on what Guzman does right here. Boyer once again checks the runner. Here's the 2-2. Swung and hit foul. That one in the air. Don't know where that one went, but it got out of play. Actually went just over my head behind me. A couple of these foul balls this inning that have hit in the air behind a home plate have lost almost immediately. So we'll do the 2-2 once again. Still nobody out in this bottom of the fourth inning. It's been the longest inning that Braden Boyer's had to work through by far. Already given up a run. Now look at the buckle down here and get to work. Runners take their leads. Here's the 2-2. This one swung on a miss. Blew the fastball wire. That is the long-awaited out number one of this inning. Strikeout courtesy of Boyer. Gets Guzman swinging. That is the fifth strikeout of the evening for the Renegade starter. What better time to have it than to record the first out of this bottom of the fourth inning. So after Boyer records his fifth strikeout, that'll bring up Ryan Middleman. Still runners on first and second, but now with one out. So potential here to roll one up and get you out of this inning. Still a 1-1 score. Either side yet to make an error. It's been pretty solid defense for both sides. 
Ott shades towards the second base bag. Here's the pitch. This one out to left center field. Perkins after it. Can't get it. It drops down to base hit. They're going to wave around the runner. Here comes Perkins. Throw the cutoff man. And in there safely scoring is Tanner Sears. It came in on one hop to the one hop to the cutting third baseman drill. And by the time he had it and turned to make a throw to the plate, well in safely standing was Tanner Sears. And he scores on the RBI single by Ryan Middleman. That ball was well hit and sinking fast in front of the left fielder. Brennan Perkins had no play to try and catch that one. And his throw was not going to get the base runner coming on to score. Both other runners stay at first and second base. And now to Akathi, their first lead of the evening. They lead this one 2-1. to one. Tanner Sears got a very good jump on that one off of second base. Here's the first pitch to Jonas Sanford from Boyer. This one in there called strike. Sanford singled last at bat in the fourth inning. Singled to center field, made it up to second base, but did not score. Chilakathi just pushing across their first two runs of the game. This inning on an RBI single by Luis Ramirez. And another, another RBI single just a moment ago by Ryan Middleman, the catcher. This one grounded back towards the pitcher. Boyer, he's just going to flip it to the first baseman, Goring, and that is out number two. Both other runners advance. If that one was hit a little bit more towards Boyer moving off the mound, he maybe has a shot to get the runner at second base, but when Boyer fielded that, he was so far over towards the first baseline. Just took the smart out there for out number two, and now chance to get out of this inning and keep it a 2-1 score. So after Sanford grounds out to the pitcher, Boyer, we are now an out away from sending this one to the fifth inning. It'll be up to Austin Wright, the left-handed batting left fielder. Only left-handed hitter in this lineup tonight for Chillicothe. Runners now at second and third. It's Middleman at second and Luis Ramirez at third. Here's Boyer's first pitch. This one misses outside. Ball one now to the left fielder. Seventh batter to come to the play here in this inning. Just two runs scored for the mud catch, but potential for more damage as one pushed into that outfield grass would likely bring home two more runs and make this 4 1. Renegade score in the top of this inning now trail 2 to 1, bottom of the fourth, two on, two out. This one a called strike at the knees. Looked to be a little low, but nice frame job there by Herschler. We're now even at a 1 and 1 count. Wright took a base on balls, was on with first base with one out in the third inning before Boyer came back to strike out the next two that he faced. Now a chance here to widen this Mudcats lead. Boyer checks the runners. Here's the pitch. This one hit in the air on the infield. Both Herschler and Drill going after it. Herschel looks to have a play. Gives way and Drill can't make the catch. That one falls in foul territory. Drill looks like he maybe overran that ball by a step or two as Herschler gave way to the third baseman for the Renegades. But regardless, even after the foul ball, that makes it a one ball, two strike count. Boyer, a strike away now from getting through his fourth inning of work. Give it up now, two earned runs. Potential for more here with runners off a of second and third. It's Luis Ramirez, who had an RBI single this inning at third base, and Ryan Middleman off a of second, who also had an RBI single. They both drove in Biggins and Sears. Renegades now chilling 2-1 and one ball, two strike in the bottom of the fourth. Here's the pitch. Up and away. Now we're even two balls and two strikes. If Wright can reach with now a base open at first, Brayden Hudson would come up to bat who has flown out to right and struck out swinging in his two plate appearances. Chilicothe at 3-8. and eight. 
Renegades now at four and six. Boyer in the back on the mound. Time was called by the batter, Austin Wright. Looked like he had something in his eye. Still poking around, trying to get whatever it was. Now he's ready to go back into the box. Wearing what I have to guess at one point were white cleats, but are now almost a dark tan color from, from all the dirt those things have taken in. So two balls, two strikes, two outs. Here it is. Foul ball will do it again. Braden Boyer, the starter tonight for the Renegades, cruised pretty much through the first three innings. Had four strikeouts through those first nine outs, but then has ran into some trouble here in the bottom of the fourth. Let the first three batters reach on two singles and a hit by pitch. Those two batters that reached came around to score. Now it's a 2-1 ball game. Here's the 2-2 pitch. Once again, runners take their leads. Two outs. This one foul, and for the third time here coming up, we will do the two-ball, two-strike pitch. Like I mentioned, Austin Wright took a base on ball in his at-bat in the third inning. Now hits as the seventh hitter to come to the plate in this bottom of the fourth inning for Chuakathi. Just a little over 80 minutes into this one. Been a pretty quick moving ball game as it's been low scoring. Both starters have worked well. And now a strike away from end of the fifth. Two balls, two strikes. Here's Boyer's pitch. Swung and hit high in the air out to right. Going back on it is Matashek. Looks to have it measured up under it and makes the catch to end the inning and stranding runners at second and third. But the Mudcats get on the board and take the lead as well. They lead this one now. Two to one as we'll head to the fifth. Back in just a moment on the Show Me Sports Network. Moex, Doc and Norm Direct is back better than ever. Much more than your number one ground shuttle transportation service to St. Louis Airport. Yes! Moex Doc and Norm Direct is Mid-Missouri's leader in premier group travel. Sporting events, concerts, wedding receptions, the lake, winery trips, Branson, plaza shopping, reunions, pub crawls, group sizes from 1 to 100 or beyond. We do it all. Remember, we want you to ride Moex Doc and Norm Direct. When things come out of left field, having a game plan matters. Farmers Insurance has over 90 years of experience helping people play through every stage of the game. We've seen almost everything, so we know how to cover almost anything. Talk to Farmers Agent Christopher Scott at 573-896-0131 to see how I can help you stay in the game. That's Christopher Scott at 573-896-0131. We are farmers. Bum, ba, -dum, bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers, Truck Fire Insurance, Exchanges, and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. The fifth we go here on the Show Me Sports Network. I'm Ben Schmidt bringing you all of tonight's Renegades coverage as they have headed to Chillicothe today to take on the Chillicothe Mudcats here at June Schaefer Memorial Stadium. Snell back out for his fifth inning of work. I believe that is still Will Loesch out there. Still a right-hander on the mound, and with the letters coming under the right side of the word Mudcats, a little hard to still see, but yes, looks to still be Will Loesch out there wearing number 33. Can confirm now. So he goes back out for this fifth inning, has given up just the one run on what was a bases-loaded walk RBI, just the only walk that Loesch has issued so far through the front four innings that he has pitched, so he has done a pretty good job. Giving up five hits, just the one earned run. So Renegades now have work to do, trailing this one two to one after Chillicothe got three hits last inning after Braden Boyer had given up just one through his first three innings work, then gave up three all in the fourth inning. 
two of them for RBS singles, and that resulted in what is now a Mudcats 2-1 lead. First pitched Ott, hit high in the air, out of play off to the right side. It's now 0-1-1 to the Renegades shortstop tonight. We've seen Ott play both short and second all around the middle infield this season. He's at the shortstop position right now, is in a 0-1 count here in this top of the fifth inning. Will Loesch back into his wind. Here's the pitch. This one hit. Actually swung on a miss. Thought he got a piece. That one foul, but did not. So swung on a miss. 0-2 count now on the Renegade shortstop, who has popped out short and grounded into a fielder's choice in the third inning. Here's the 0-2. This one hit high in the air. This one should stay in play. Guzman waving his arms. He is under it, and he makes the catch route number one. Guzman was not going to let anyone steal that one. Yelled, I got it, and waved his arms all over his head emphatically for out number one. So after Ott is retired to start this fifth inning, Luke Ford will step in. It's been a struggle of late for this Renegades offense. Did not score last night, just one run through the first four innings here this evening. Luke Ford, designated hitter and number three hitter in this Renegades lineup. We'll see if he can get a rally going. Here's the pitch. This one hit in the air out to our center field. That ball's hit pretty well, but Hudson looks to have a play. He's under it, and that is out number two on just one pitch to Luke Fuller. Second time this game that he has stepped in. Actually, now after that flyout, has seen just four total pitches across three at-bats. So he flies out to center field. Hudson made a nice catch. Ball that looked to be hit pretty well off the bat, but did not have enough. It's Exactly 400 to dead center field in this ballpark, so you really got to get into one to send one out. So now Jack Matashek will step in. Here's the pitch. This one skips in there for ball one. Matashek scored what has been so far just the lone renegade run. Grounded out to third in the first inning and then singled to, singled to right field to lead off last inning before scoring on the walk. Here's the pitch. This one misses now even at a ball and a strike. If Matashek can reach and continue this inning, it'll be Carter Goring, who is 0 for 2, waiting on deck. Renegades do have five hits on the ball game, but not a whole lot of timely ones. Scratch across just one run through the first four and two-thirds innings. This one ripped, and that'll get into right field for a single. The second hit of the ball game for Matashek. Hit that one on the nose. Second base from Sanford went after it, but had no play. And that one finds green grass out behind the dirt at second base. And it's into right field for a two-out single. Nicely done, Jack Matashek. He's got back-to-back -back singles and back-to-back -back innings. Both of them going to right field off the bat of the left-handed hitter. And he will now lead with Carter Gorling stepping in. First two in this inning were retired. Colby out and Luke Ford before Jack Matashek in a 1-1 count. Just line went out to right. First pitch in. There is a call strike to Carter Gorling. Gorling grounded out short and flew out to right field his first two at-bats. Renegades now trailing by a run, two to nothing. We are two outs into this top of the fifth inning. Renegades just got their sixth hit of the ball game, but have just one. Snap throw down to first. Matashek back in there safely. Did not see if that one was called a ball or a strike because it came up so quickly. It was a ball. So now one ball, one strike on the first baseman for Jefferson City. Goring now back into the batter's box. Bats here facing Will Lotion out away from five very strong innings as there is throwing in that bullpen. This one grounded out to short. Should be an easy play. First base and Ramirez goes the short way to Sanford at second. And that is the inning. So a very quick top of the fifth. Potentially the final one for Will Loesch. He strands a base runner. Renegades don't get anything. We'll head to the bottom of the fifth. 2-1 our score on the Show Me Sports Network. At the Boone County Journal, we're with you all the way. We know that you're more than just a subscriber. You're an employer. You're a parent. You're a neighbor. 
Most importantly, you're a community member. It's our goal to provide you with the latest news, sports, opinions, obituaries, classifieds, and more to keep you informed about your community. To find out more about the Boone County Journal or to subscribe, call 573-657-2334 or visit bocojo.com. The Boone County Journal, we're with you all the way. At Centurion Cares, for more than three decades, their focus has been on exceeding customer expectations for contact center software solutions. Their innovative communication solutions include utility interactive voice response software that allows for smart communication features that let your utility deliver superior customer service 24-7. They also provide other streamlined services like automatic call distribution, automated customer callback, reporting, and quality assurance. To find out more about how Centurion Cares can help your business, call them at 727-421. 5300 or look them up online at centurioncares.com centurion cares innovative communication solutions Brady Boyer back out on the mound trying to match Will Loesch who just completed his fifth inning of work we'll see if Boyer can do the same and keep this one at a 2-1 Renegades deficit I'm Ben Schmidt bringing you tonight's Renegades ball game on the Show Me Sports Network. This game flying along so far as both pitches have pitched really well. Line for Braden Boyer so far. Four innings pitched, five strikeouts, two walks to go with four hits and two runs allowed. Both coming in RBS singles in the fourth inning off the bat of Luis Ramirez and Ryan Middlemans. So now he'll face the top of this mud catch order. Braden Hudson in to lead it off. Starts this bottom of the fifth inning. Here's Boyer's pitch. This one swung on a miss. Blew the heat by him there. That one looked to have some life on it. And Hudson could not catch up with that one. So now it'll be an 0-2 count to the leadoff hitter for Chillicothe. Hudson has flown out to right and struck out swinging his first two trips. That's the third time here in the fifth. This one swung on a miss again. And now an 0-2 count. It'll be Hudson, Maris, and Bickens. 1-2-3 in the order and 1-2-3 in this inning. Chilakati with a win here this evening would improve to four and eight on the season. Loss would drop Jeff City to four and seven. That's the way it currently stands with the Renegades trailing two to one. Here's the pitch. This one swung on a miss. Strike three. Down goes Hudson on strike, swinging for the second time tonight. And Boyer's off and running in this bottom of the fifth inning. Three pitches, three strikes, and out number one, swinging, courtesy of Braden Hudson. So Elijah Maris will now step in. Right fielder and right-handed hitter. Up for his third plate appearance as we make this way through the fourth time, excuse me, third time of this Mudcats order. Maris has struck out swinging both times he stepped in. Six Ks on the evening now for the Renegade starter, Braden Boyer, who outside of getting himself into some trouble in the fourth inning has pitched very well. Can't see that Renegade's bullpen, but I believe from what I was told earlier that He's stucky in line to be one of the pitchers potentially this evening. Don't know when we would see him. If that is true, this one a called strike to Elijah Maris. There is throwing, or at least there was at the end of that last inning in the Mudcats bullpen. Don't see anyone now. Bullpens are basically right next to both dugouts here. Into the line, the 0-1 from Boyer. This one just misses outside. It's now 1-1 count to the right fielder for Chillicothe. Maris struck out on three pitches in the first inning. Saw four total in the third and struck out swinging then as well. Four hits total for Chillicothe off of Boyer. Here's the 1-1, this one. Grounded foul off to the left side and now a 1-2 count. Boyer working quickly. 
and has been ahead now of both batters that he has faced so far to start this bottom of the fifth inning. Renegades led this one 1-0 halfway through the fourth inning before giving up two runs in the bottom half of that inning. And that's where we currently stand, stand now with a 2-1 ball game. One ball, two strike. Boyer looks in for one he likes from Herschel behind the dish. Now into his wine. Here's the pitch. This one upstairs. And now a two ball, two strike counts. Heller Bickens waits on deck who scored the first of two runs last inning. He let it off with a single to right field to get it going in that inning. So now two balls, two strikes, no one on, and one out. Here's the pitch. This one fell off, and we will have to stay put right at two balls, two strikes. Renegades do lead in the hit column. They have six compared to, to the four so far for Chillicothe. Two out of those six coming off the bat of Jack Matyshek, who has had a good couple of nights on the plate. Second multi-hit game in a row for the right fielder for Jefferson City. And we'll do the 2-2 once again. Here it is. This one hit out to right field. Chasing it back is Matyshek. Still running now under it and makes the catch for out number two. Matyshek took off when that ball was hit off the bat of the swinging Elijah Maris. And just a second or so before that ball reached its glove, was able to plant on under it for out number two. Boyer now certainly has settled back in. After back-to-back -back innings in the third and the fourth, we had multiple base runners on, has retired the first two that he has faced. So now will face Tyler Bickens, who, like I said, singled to right to lead off last inning, stole third on that in that inning and then scored on an RBS single off the bat of Luis Ramirez. Also flew out to left in the first. Boyer looking to get through five. Here's the pitch. This one is Fallon. Stays stuck in that netting right above us. Now something to distract me here for the rest of the ball game unless that one comes down, but it's chilling out up there for now. Boyer working clicking out back into the line. Pitch to Bickens. This one. In there called strike and now 0-2 on the number three hitter in this Mudcats lineup. 2-1 our score here in Chillicothe, Missouri. Renegades playing their fourth road game of the season thanks to a couple of rainouts, otherwise would be more. Here's Boyer's 0-2 pitch. Swung and foul. This one up and out of play. Don't know where that one is going to come down. Think it got over our heads. But we'll stay put at 0-2. Turned into a really nice night here out at the ballpark. Not hot whatsoever. There's been a breeze going. Although it's been making it a little bit difficult to keep a scorebook. Pages wanted to flip over. I think I will take that compromise to not have a feels like of 102. Here's the pitch. Swung and fouled. And Biggins refuses to be put away on a Braden Boyer fastball. So we will stay put at 0-2. Wind has been consistent so far in this ballgame. American flag on the right field side of this one continues to wave out there in the distance. Boyer still had 0-2 of Tyler Bickens. One for two on the night. Boyer into his wide, and here is the 1-2 on the way. This one hit in the air, foul, and out of play. And a good battle now going on here between Bickens and Boyer. So temperature here in Chillicothe is 81 degrees. Feels like just 84, but... Where I'm sitting does not really feel like even 84 degrees. Wind has been nice. Very comfortable evening to come on out to this ballpark here at June Shea for Memorial Stadium. Having to do the 0-2 now here for the third or fourth straight time after a bunch of foul balls off the bat of Tyler Bickens. Here's the 
is swung back up the middle. That's going to get just past the dirt and into center field for a two-out single. Good contact made. Gives slowed a little bit by that grass. Excuse me, not Tyler Bickens. Tyler Bickers was misinterpreting the sloppy handwriting on my number three spot in the batting order. Thought I had turned that R into an into an N. So Tyler Bickers has a two-out single, his second hit of the ball game. He is now two for three on the evening after back-to-back -back singles here in the fourth and the fifth. So now Tanner Shears will step in. Has scored the other runner. Came home on after reaching on a hit by pitch in the fourth inning. Now a chance for a two-out rally if Chillicothe can string one together. Pickers, who just singled the center field with no one on and two outs leads off of first base. He is held on by Gorling. Here's the first pitch. Hit in the air. Foul and out of play off the net. And now 0-1-1. A lot of foul balls just directly behind home plate here in this one. Both pitchers have been able to cause hitters to, to be very late, especially on the heat and either swing and miss or swing and foul it off to the backstop. So, Sears in the other at bat besides hit by pitch flew out to left field. Throw over to first base. Back in standing is Bickers. Braden Boyer so far through four and two-thirds innings. Has given up now five hits to go with six strikeouts. Runner goes. This one lined out to left field. Chasing it is Perkins. Can't get it. It's down a base hit. He bobbles the ball. Runner's going to move up to third base. Was on his way to third anyway before the ball was even bobbled. And I think what have made it is Bickers was off and running. So back-to-back two-out singles have now runners at the corners. Still with two outs for the Mudcats. Coach Amelia emerges from the dugout. Looks like that is going to be it on the evening for Braden Boyer. Meeting at the mound after back-to-back two-out singles that put runners at first and third. We'll see if he's going to take the ball. Boyer is pleading with him to stay out there and try and get through this fifth inning. Do not look ready to give that ball up. And Coach Demir now just talking with the players. So maybe he's going to let his starter try and get through this fifth inning at work. Discussion continuing to go on. On that two-out base hit, Bickers was off and running on the play. So he was easily able to find that ball and make the turn and head to third base. It's inning started with a strikeout of Braden Hudson before a flyout of Elijah Maris. And Tyler Bickers just singled the center and went up to third on a single to left off the bat of Tanner Sears. So Coach Mila could not be talked into taking his starting pitcher out of the ballgame. Braden Boyer wanted to stay in this one, and he's going to do it. Coach giving him the opportunity to get through five innings of just two runs allowed. Have to think now after that discussion that this will be the last batter that Boyer will face. And it'll be Luis Ramirez, RBI single, driving in the first of two runs in the fourth. Also struck out swinging in the third. Big spot here. Here's the first pitch. This one half swing, but he went around. That's strike one to the shortstop of the Mudcats. This could be a very big turning point in this ballgame as if Ramirez can drive in at least run run, it takes the lead from 2-1 to 3 run. 3-1, and we already know the trouble Renegades have had pushing across runs these last two days. Great block on a pitch outside by Herschler. Runner of Sears off first was off and running on the pitch, but does not matter. Probably not would have been a throw down anyway with the runner at third base. So now no double play opportunity. Doesn't matter with two outs. What am I saying? But takes away the force at second base. Is now Bickers leads off third. Sears off a second. 1-1 count after the ball outside on Ramirez. 
We're just one out away from five inning. Here's the pitch. This one hit high in the air on the infield. Should get him out of it if they can make the catch. Goring comes in. He's under it, and he's got it. So nice work by Braden Boyer to get the final out of the inning. Strands two base runners in scoring position and keeps it a 2-1 ball game. Will most likely be the end of his evening. So we'll head to the six. Renegade's got some rallying to do. Don't go anywhere. Back on the Show Me Sports Network in just a moment. Throughout the course of any game, different actions stand out to different people. But everyone remembers a walk-off, especially if it's a walk-off wood bat. Handcrafted right here in Missouri, walk-off wood bat company bats are made with premium-grade maple, ash, and birch, fully customizable to make it truly yours. From the length and weight to the barrel and handle color, you're able to customize every feature of your wood bats, including personalized engraving with a 45-day warranty. In addition to selling custom handcrafted bats, they also offer a selection of bat accessories, including lizard skin bat grips and batting gloves. To help find your confidence at the plate, give walk-off Wood Bat Company a call at 816-261-1014 or visit wowbats.com. Hello, Blake Gasway here with the Show Me Sports Network. I've had the opportunity to have some amazing calls, including overtime touchdowns, walk-off home runs, and buzzer-beating baskets. But I've answered another call. That's to serve my community as a volunteer firefighter. Stop and think what would happen if your home or property caught fire and no one was there to put it out. Every day, volunteer firefighters not only save lives and property, but also respond to other emergencies. Nearly two-thirds of our nation's fire departments are manned by volunteer firefighters. And because of this, we simply need more volunteers to step up and answer the call. Stop by or contact your local fire department and see how you can become a volunteer firefighter today. I answered the call to serve my community. Will you? We are State Tech. We are hands-on education. When you choose the number one two-year college in the country, you know you will be ready for your career. That's why at State Tech, we say, from the classroom to your career, we are the employer's choice. We are State Tech. Top of the six here in Chillicothe. Renegades have got some work to do, chilling by a run. This one misses up and in. First pitch to the at bat. We've got a pinch hitter. Jackson Lovich has Lovich, pardon me, has left the ball game. He is replaced by Ian Nolf. Right-handed batter steps in. This one a strike. So now even one ball, one strike counts. Nolf steps in with Perkins on deck and Drew in the hole. It's also a new pitcher on the mound this inning as the 1-1 pitch on the way. This one misses outside. Now a two-ball, one-strike count. New pitcher for the Mudcats is Jacob Dillon, the right-hander from the University of Kansas. So hold your booze, University of Missouri fans. We've got a Jayhawk on the mound. Or excuse me, bring on the booze, actually. This one misses inside. So now a three-ball, one-strike count on the pitch hitting Nolf. So Jackson Lovich leaves the game after a strikeout and a hit-by-pitch. Hope the hit-by-pitch was not the cause. This is ball four and a leadoff walk for Ian Nolf. He'll trot out down to first base as the tying run. Don't want to speculate too much. Lovich was hit on the arm by a hit-by-pitch when he came to the plate in the fourth inning. Stayed in to play to, to base run and was actually playing the field. So hopefully just removing him and giving Ian Nolf a chance. Regardless, productive at bat for Nolf. He trots on down to first base with the leadoff walk. This pitch in there, actually not in there, just outside, looked to be a strike, but Perkins takes it, it's now ball one. So final line on the evening for Will Loesch, he goes five innings pitched, one walk, that one walk forced in the one run for the Renegades, six hits allowed, hits allowed, and one earned run. 
This one inside again. No, not inside. So I have been way off on these two pitches at bat. I thought that one missed inside. It looked like the catcher behind the plate, Middleman, made an effort to bring that glove inside and make the catch. But it is called a strike. So now one ball, one strike count to Brendan Perkins. This one hit foul. And now one and two as that one goes out of play. New pitcher just inserted into this ballgame. Jacob Dillon, right-handed pitcher. Chilakothi has got 12 outs to get, holding now a one-run lead. Two to one, our score in the top of the sixth inning. Nolfafa first. Here's the pitch. This one. Strike three called at the knees on the outside corner. Looked to be a little outside, but Perkins is rung up, and that is out number one, strikeout number one, recorded by Jacob Dillon. This inning started with Ian Nolf pinch hitting for Jackson Govich. Worked to base on balls. Trotted around down to first base before Brennan Perkins was just rung up looking. So now no one drill will no one drill, pardon me, will step in. Renegades do have the tying run at first base. One out. They've got work to do. Trailing two to one. Here's the first pitch to drill. This one just misses inside for ball one. I want to thank everyone for tuning in tonight on the Show Me Sports Network. I'm Ben Schmidt, bringing you tonight's Renegades coverage in a game they trail 2-1. to one. This one called strike. Don't necessarily know if Drill like that called. Look to be a little bit up and a little bit in. It's now a one ball, one strike count on Drill. No, not a Scoreboard is throwing me for a loop here. They continue to mess with it. So this one is swung on a missed. Was a one ball, one strike count. Now one and two after the swing and miss. For a moment there, the scoreboard was all out of whack with the balls and the strikes. I think they thought it was an 0 and 2 count when it was really one and one. And now they've got it fixed. So one and two on drill. He's 0 for 2 with a fly out and a pop out. Facing the right hander, Dylan. Here's the pitch. This one just hit foul off the end of the bat. So we will stay put right here at one and two. Ian Nolf, who walked lead off this top of the sixth inning, leads at first base. Perkins was just struck out looking. Droll bats here as Joe Herschler waits on deck. They just have 11 outs now to scratch across, just one run at the moment. Here's the pitch. This one swung on a miss. Ball gets away, goes to the backstop. They're going to let the runner go to first base, but I believe he's not able to since the runner was a runner on first. That is correct. So strike three, swing. No one drilled down on strikes. Nolf does move up to second base on the wild pitch, but that's a second straight strikeout from the right-hander, Jacob Dillon. Joe Hersler steps in, contrary to the PA announcer here. Announcing me as Joe Hertler. Can't really blame him. I've had my fair share of they mix up early on in this season so now runner on second that's the tying run out there here's the first pitch to Hersler. misses low and outside for ball one Hersler can reach Forte waits on deck just got word that Braden Boyer's night is over he finishes with five innings it'll be Tanner Schmitz coming into pitch this bottom of the sixth inning but would be in a deficit or potentially a tie if they can bring in that runner Nolf at second base this one gets away. Nolf is going to trot it up to third base. It kicks off the backstop at more than enough time for Nolf to take third. And now tying run is 90 feet away for the Renegades. We'll see if Joe Hersler, who has the one RBI on the game already on a walk in the 
in the fourth inning to give the Renegades a one nothing lead at the time. Can he do it again here? This one outside, and now three balls and no strikes on the catcher for the Renegades. Both first and second base now open. So a walk here doesn't do a ton of harm, but Jacob Dillon has looked pretty strong. Struck out Brennan Perkins looking, and Nolan Drill swinging. No movement in that Mudcats bullpen at the moment. Here's the pitch. This one a called strike. Now a three ball, one strike count. I think maybe they're going to try and get after Woolwosh went five. Potential if Dylan can finish this inning. Maybe they'd send him back out there for the top of the seventh. Nolf off a third. Here's the 3-1 pitch. This one swung on a miss. Came with the heat there and got him swinging. And now it's run full. One strike, one out to go for Jacob Dillon to try and keep that tying run stranded at third base. That's Ian Nolf will pinch hit for Jackson Vovich to lead off this inning. Here's the 3-2. This one low and inside. And that's ball four. So... Trotting out down to first base on the full count walk is Herschler. Back-to-back -back walks for him. Productive at bat. He's been on base all three times tonight. So the two walks, the result for the two base runners this inning. It's Nolf on third and Herschler on first. Two strikeouts sandwiched in between. So Dillon still has a chance to get through this inning. Scoreless. He's got to go through Adonis Forte. Single to left in the third. Out his other two at bats. This one way up. Ball one now on the center fielder and leadoff hitter for the Renegades who bat in the top of the sixth inning. Two outs and two on. They trail by a run. We are dead even at six hits apiece, but a couple of walks here in this inning after Shutter Willows walked to just one. Dylan's got the sign. Here's the pitch. This one up high, and now two balls and no strike counts. Colby Ott waits on deck. Short stop this evening for the Renegades, hoping to hit this inning. We'll see if Forte can tie this baby up at two apiece. Nolf off third. Here comes the 2-0 pitch. This one upstairs. Now three balls and no strikes. So a ball away from walking the bases loaded. Right hander Jacob Dillon, University of Kansas product, has come in. And although he does have two strikeouts and still could get through this inning scoreless, has been a little bit wild. Two walks already, and now it's falling behind 3-0. Here's the pitch. This one way in, gets away, runner's going to try and score. Here comes Nolf, the feed to Dylan, the tag at the plate. He is out at the dish. It was an awkward play as slowing up at the plate was Nolf and tried to slide under the tag as that one got away, but he was tagged out on the pitch recovering Dylan, and that ends the inning. So Renegades have a shot to tie it, can't do it as the pinch hitter Nolf is tagged out at the dish. So we'll head to the bottom half of this inning. New pitcher on for the Renegades. We'll be back in just a moment. Creating custom, handcrafted woodworking projects has never been easier. Become a member of Sawdust Studios and enjoy 24-7 access to a woodworker's paradise. Outfit with industry-leading professional-grade tools, Sawdust Studios offers endless woodworking possibilities. Don't have woodworking experience? No problem, as Sawdust Studios offers affordable classes from a community of woodworkers, experienced designers, and master craftsmen. Youth classes are also offered for those junior woodworkers. For more information, search Sawdust Studios on Facebook or find them online at Sawdust Sawdust247.com. Sawdust Studios, your community woodshop. Riverville Christian Academy has been providing a strong biblical foundation and academic excellence within a Christian environment to students for more than 16 years. Located in the Jefferson City, Riverville Christian Academy offers kinder prep through 7th grade with 8th grade to be added in the 2023-2024 school year. Riverville Christian Academy's primary goal is the discipleship of the next generation to impact the world for Christ. Average class sizes are just 16 students with a student body composed of families from over 30 area churches. Kinder prep offerings include 3 and 5 full day sessions with kindergarten offering a half day and full day program. To find out more about Riverville Christian 
Mason Academy. Call them at 573-634-3983. Last Sentinel Firearms is your federally licensed and registered Type 7 FFL manufacturer dealer in Missouri, providing quality products to all types of sports enthusiasts, law enforcement, and individuals across the nation. Orders are currently being fulfilled, offering custom-built pistols and rifles from the AR platform made right here in Missouri. Visit their website at lastsentinelfirearms.com or call them at 417-684-7202 to find out what they've got for you. Last Sentinel Firearms, you are your last line of defense. New pitcher on for the Renegades here in this bottom of the sixth inning. Like I told you, it is Tanner Schmitz coming on to pitch for Jefferson City. Final line on the evening from Braden Boyer. It was a good start for the Renegades starting pitcher. He goes five innings, six punchouts, only walked two, gave up six hits and two earned runs, both RBI singles that came in the fourth innings. Now they'll turn it over to Schmitz, see what he can do. As Renegades have got a couple innings now to try and keep this one at a 2-1 ball game. Had a chance and we're a step or two away from tying this game in the top of this inning and Ian Olf, who came in to pinch hit to lead it off tried to score on a wild pitch a perfect feed to the covering pitcher Dylan at the plate and made the tag as Nolf kind of awkwardly slid and was out first pitch in there a strike this is facing Elian Guzman Nolf does stay in the game to play second base replaced Jackson Govich last inning now 0-1-1 Schmidt's looking to go to work Bottom six inning, Chillicothe up 2 1. This one going away, and now a ball and a strike. It'll be Guzman, Middleman, and Sanford. Austin Wright, the number nine hitter, to follow if any of them can reach. Schmidt's into his winder, pitching out of it here. Here's the pitch. This one lined out to medium. Diving, leaping catch by Colby Ott. Could not find the words there to describe that one, as that one seemed destined to bloop down there into left center field but Ott climbed the ladder to make the catch route number one. Didn't, in fact, not dive, but leapt up into the air to spear that one for out number one. That ball was hit by Guzman off the bat. Thought that one was destined for left center field grass, but Ott, who has been close in a couple diving and leaping plays these last couple of days, climbs the ladder to make the catch there. Nicely done by the shortstop of the Renegades. So this one hit high in the air. Should be out number two. It's off the bat of Middleman. Nolf makes the catch, even though Ott was chasing after it. Uh, Olt, excuse me, Ott could not make the catch as Nolf called him off. And that is out number two, just one pitch thrown to Middleman. And only four pitches on the inning. Schmitz is living right here, two up, two down. Sitting began with Elian Guzman lining out to a leaping Colby Ott at shortstop. Nice defensive play for Ryan Middleman. The catcher just popped out to the second baseman. It was a funny play because Ott from his shortstop position ran all the way across to the other side before Nolf made the catch at the last second. So third batter of the inning steps in, Jonas Sanford, who singled the center in the third and grounded out to the pitcher in the fourth. Sanford, the second baseman, looked at a strike there. Now 0-1. Schmidt's working so quickly, you'd have to think he could go out for a second inning if he can get this last out here. This one going away, now a ball and a strike. Also don't see any movement in that Chillicothe bullpen as well, so you'd think maybe Jacob Dillon would go back out for this top of the seventh inning. We'll just have to see. Schmitz into the lineup. Here's the 1-1 pitch with nobody on, two out. This one fouled off, and now one ball, two strikes. Austin Wright waits on deck. He is 0-for-1 with a walk on the evening. 
Good defense on both sides so far. No errors been made. And like I just said, Ott just made a leaking, leaping catch on a ball I thought was destined for left center field. Schmidt to strike away. Here's the one-two. This one once again hit fouled on the right field line. So we will stay put at a ball and two strikes. We're in the bottom of the sixth inning here at June Safer Memorial Stadium. It has been a pretty nice and windy evening here at the ballpark. One more strike to get us on to the seventh inning. If Tanner Schmitz can deliver it, he's facing Jonas Sanford into his lineup. Here it comes. This one slung lined out to right. Matashek after it. He's under it, and he makes the catch on the line for out number three. So nicely done, Tanner Schmitz. Goes three up, three down. No, it's allowed. And a couple of line outs to end the sixth inning. So we'll head to the seventh. Renegades got work to do. They trail this one two to one. Don't go in or we'll be right back on the Show Me Sports Network. Hi, this is Nick Hoslog, owner of Hoslog Landscape and Design. Every day, my highly trained team of experts works hard to give you the outdoor living area you've been dreaming of. By focusing solely on landscaping and hardscape construction, this has made us the preferred landscape and design company serving Jefferson City and the Central Missouri area. Thank you for all your continued support in voting us as winners of the Reader's Choice Awards and Jefferson City's Best multiple years running. When you are ready to begin your dream outdoor project, call us at 573-301-9464 to schedule an estimate or visit hoslaglandscape.com. Since 2018, Han Custom Laser Engraving LLC has been specializing in all things custom, using large format, high-powered lasers. With some of the most advanced technologies on the market, anything can become a canvas. The state-of-the-art system makes quick work of custom engraving on cups, glass, tile, wood, acrylic, metal, headstones with endless possibilities. They also offer custom one-of-a-kind signs that are sure to make your design stand out. Find them on Facebook at Han Custom Laser Engraving or call 573-489-8732 to find out more on custom laser engraving llc a veteran owned business jacob dillon back out there for his second inning of work was a few feet away from giving up a run in his first inning that he came in in the sixth but Ian Nolf, who came in to pinch hit and then was on third base, was tagged out at home plate on a tag by Dillon for a third out of the inning as the Renegades were trying to tie this one at two, two and two. So now they've got work to do against University of Kansas pitcher. It'll be Ott, Fuller, and Matashek. Renegades here in Chillicothe is Dillon ready to go to work on Ott. This one fouled off for strike one. Road game here this evening, one of two games that the Renegades will play in Chillicothe this season. We'll then head back to Jefferson City tonight and enjoy an off day tomorrow. It'll be Ott, Fora, and Matashik, like I just mentioned, due up in this top of the seventh inning, going after that. This one foul 0-2. The Renegades are getting ready to head back to Jefferson City this evening. I want to remind everyone to go riding with Doc and Norm, direct to Mid-Missouri's leader in Premier Group Travel. Goose sizes range from 1 to 100 or beyond. Doc and Norm really do it all. As 0-2 pitch on the way to Ott is way up and in. That's a ball. Doc and Norm are the official transportation provider of the Renegades, getting us to all our road games safely, efficiently, and in style. To book your spot for your next adventure, call them at 573-256-1991 or email them at reservations at moexpress.com. Thanks to Doc and Norm getting us here today. We'll get us back home tonight. Here's the one-two. Grounded to third. Vickers has got it long, though. Across the diamond is in time to retire Ott for out number one. 
So Ott's retired, that'll bring up Luke Fuller. Renegades have been chilling since the fourth inning where the Mudcats took a 2-1 lead. That was actually the only inning that either team has scored. Blanked everywhere else. Still sits at 2-1, six hits aside. And Jacob Dillon, the University of Kansas product, just recorded his fourth out on the mound. Just over an inning of work so far as catcher Middleman and Dillon are going to have a quick chat before facing the batter stepping in Luke Fuller. Fuller is one for three, single to center in the first, and then grounded out and flew out his two other plate appearances. I'm Ben Schmidt on the Show Me Sports Network. Thanks for listening in tonight. It's been a very competitive close one here so far. Here's to hoping the Renegades, before they make eight more outs, can scratch across at least one run on the scoreboard. Maybe Luke Fuller can get it started here. He has one of those six hits that the Renegades currently have. Here's the first pitch. This one just misses for a ball. 1-0 now on the DH. Colby Ott started this inning off, grounding out to the third baseman, Bickers. Made the perfect throw across to Guzman. So now here's the 1-0. This one hit high in the air and out of play for a bell foul. A ball off the net. Menashek almost made a nice catch in foul territory off that one. So now evens things up at a ball on a strike. Four has not seen a ton of it pitch in his at bat. Singled on the first pitch in the first, grounded out on the second pitch in the, in the third, and flew out on the first pitch in the fifth. So long as that bat for him so far. And that continues with a ball inside. Now two balls and a strike. Just underway in this top of the seventh inning. On a semi-windy evening here. Dylan's got one that he likes. And here's the pitch. This one up. And now a three-ball, one-strike count potential to put the tying run for the Renegades on base. They've had chances all night long. They've got six hits and a couple of walks to go with it, three of them to be exact, but have not had a whole lot of timely hitting. Just the one bases loaded walk to force in a run when Joe Herscher was at the dish into the fourth inning. Here's a 3-1. This one ripped out to center field, sinking fast. In comes the center fielder. That's down a base hit. Hudson had no play, and that ball might have broken his bat. Made an interesting sound off the bat. Looks to be all right. Carter Gordon gives him a quick tap, but regardless, single with one out here in this top of the second inning, seventh inning for Luke Fuller. So he went out take his lead off of first base with Jack Matashek, who has been really good for Jefferson City these last couple of nights. Back-to-back multi-hit games, bats clean up this evening, has two singles to right field. Guzman holds on the runner at first base, that's Fuller, here's the pitch inside and that got Matisek so he'll reach for the third time tonight goes with the hit by pitch bat flip as well as he launches that one back towards the Renegades dugout a little bit of style there so now two runners on for the Renegades as they look to tie this ball game on the hit by pitch Fuller moves up to second base it gives a runner in scoring position for the batter up and that's Carter Gorling he is 0 for 3, a couple of ground outs, and a fly out to right field as well. Ian Nolf, who pinch hit for Jackson Lovich last inning, waits on deck. And against first batter of this inning, Colby Ott was retired before a single and a hit by pitch to back to back batters Luke Four and Jack Matashik have them in business. They trail by a run facing Jacob Dillon, University of Kansas product, out there for his second inning on the mound. Now there is some throwing in that Chillicothe bullpen. Quick check of the runners. Here's the pitch. This one, a called strike. Growing, looking to come through here. Renegades do not have a hit with runners in scoring position so far on the evening. Their one RBI came on a bases loaded walk. 
0-1-1 now, the pitch on the way. This one hit in the air out towards left field, chasing after it is right, still going after it, and now is under it for the catch for out number two. That ball bent towards the line on the left field side, and Wright was able to run it down for the flyout against Carter Gorling. It's now still two runners on for the Renegades, still an RBA opportunity. They do actually have one hit with a runner in scoring position, but it was an infield single, so the runners that at the time were on first and second just moved up to second and third. So no hit with runner in scoring position for an RBI, just the one infield single or sport no for every other at-bat. So Stoner is on first and second after the flyout. Here's the pitch to Nolf. Called strike, nabs the outside corner to begin this at-bat. Nolf walked and then was... Tagged out at home plate to end last inning. Was trying to score the tying run. Now a chance to drive in the tying run if he can put one on that beautiful outfield grass. This one just misses. One ball, one strike. Brennan Perkins waits on deck. Had that infield single I was just referring to. Nolf in there at second base. On the defensive side, looks at this one. A called strike once again. Nabs the outside corner. So now one and two. It is Zook Fuller leading off a of second base and Jack Matashek who is hit by pitch off a of first. Runners take their leads. One ball, two strike, two outs. And here's the pitch. This one in there called strike three and down goes Nolf on strikes. Renegades once again threaten to tie the game but can't get it done. And we'll go to the bottom half of this inning. About a standing stretch here in Chillicothe. Back in just a moment on the Show Me Sports Network. Don't go anywhere. Running out of some of your favorite Avon products and haven't seen an Avon brochure in quite some time? No need to worry. Avon Independent Sales Representative Michelle Carty can help with your skin so soft, makeup, jewelry, fragrance, and skin care needs. Avon now carries cleaning supplies, clothing, daily essentials, and several small LG electronic items. You now have the opportunity to shop online 24-7 and have your order shipped directly to your front door by shopping with Michelle at mcarty.avonrepresentative.com. Com or find her on Facebook by searching Avon Carty. The following public service announcement is brought to you by the Eddie Goodell Society, Jefferson City Chapter 10, doing little things to make a big difference. Want to make a big difference in your community? Be kind to others, drive safely, and put litter in its proper place. Join us in celebrating Eddie Goodell's historic Major League appearance as a member of the St. Louis Browns by doing something nice for someone today. Take a walk, Eddie. Seventh inning stretch behind us here now at June Schaefer Memorial Stadium. Tanner Schmidt out for his second inning of work, trying to follow in the footsteps of what Jacob Dillon just did, completed two innings on the mound on what I would assume will be it for him as throwing continues down there in that Chillicothe Mudcats bullpen. So. His line as of right now, two innings pitched, three strikeouts, did give up two walks and a hit, but no runs allowed, thanks to some timely defense, including a tag out at home plate. So, Renegades looking to keep this still at a 2-1 deficit. They do lead the hit column 7-6, but trail by a run is none of those hits have really been all that timely for them this evening. It's pitch a ball to Austin Wright to lead it off at the bottom of this order. Tanner Schmitz got three up, three down in his first inning of work in the bottom of the sixth. Here's the 1-0 pitch to right. This one hit in the air, curling towards the left field line. Wrong run for Perkins, still chasing after it, and he can't get it as it gets down in front of the wall. 
would have been a really long, really good running catch had he made it, but that thing was slicing more and more towards that left field wall in foul territory and just did not have a play. So 1-1 one one the count now on Austin Wright. He's walked and flew out to right field. After this, we will go through this Chillicothe lineup through the fourth time. It's Braden Hudson and Elijah Maris who wait on deck and in the hole. After that foul ball and the run down the first baseline, thinking that one was going to say fair. Austin right back into the batter's box. Schmidt's look, looking to retire his fourth straight. Skips this one in there for a ball now, two and one. Renegade's looking to avoid losing a second consecutive game. Snapped a two-game losing streak on Thursday evening in Joplin when they won 15 to 10, but then came back home last night and lost two to nothing. Schmidt's into his windup. Here's the two-one. This one grounded to first, but is fouling out of place now two and two. Been very inconsistent between the run production here for the Renegades so far this season. They scored seven, nine, and fifteen in a couple of games this week, but at the same point have been blanked twice. So it's been a struggle to find some consistency and have not had a whole lot on the off of offensive end tonight. Here's the 2-2 hit out to shallow right field. Coming in on the run is Matashek still on the run and then makes the catch head high. Nice running grab. Coming in for out number one. That retires right and Schmitz has gone four up, four down. So after Schmitz is able to retire Austin right, we go back to the top. Braden Hudson steps in. He's supporting an 0-3 line on the evening. Flew out to right in the third before being struck out swinging in the third and the fifth. Looking ahead for the Renegades, like I said, they do have the off day tomorrow traveling back to Jeff City tonight before three road games out of their next five. Here's the first pitch of the at-bat to Hudson and then a called strike. They go back to Joplin for the third time in a week on Monday evening to Sedalia. That'll be a quick road trip on Tuesday night. They have a couple home games and then Nevada on Friday. Here's the 0-1 pitch, this one outside. Now one ball, one strike to the leadoff hitter of the Mudcats. Elijah Maris on deck with Tyler Bickers in the hole. Renegades show this one by just one run. They've got six outs to try and scratch that tying run across. This one misses up and outside. It's not two ball, one strike count. Just over two hours into this one, we bat in the bottom of the seventh inning. So relatively normal so far. This one upstairs. Now three balls, one strike. Not as fast as the one we had last night at Vivian Field. That game was through nine innings, a 2 nothing final, and just about two and a half hours. Don't think we're on pace for that here this evening, but Renegades are going to have to really get going here. Schmitz into the lineup. Here comes the 3-1 pitch. This one back up the middle. Schmitz leaps and grabs and makes the catch. Not hit hard at all. Hudson unable to get that one. Enough power to get over the leaping Schmitz. He makes the catch off the mound. PFP, baby. Pitcher fielding practice. Nice play there by the Renegades. Hurler, and that's out number two. So Hudson, even though he was ahead in a 3-1 count, saw a pitch he liked there and tried to serve it into center field, but Schmitz off the mound makes a nice play, so all five hitters he has faced have been retired. This one grounded out to short. Ott's got it. Looks like it's out number three. Here's the throw to first. Skips in there. Goring. A nice pick, but they're going to say he was off the bag and safe. Don't know about that one. Coach Miller does not like that call at all. They look towards the umpire at home. He says he was also off the bag. Demilio immediately came out of the dugout to chat with the umpire. Looks like Goring made a what would have been a spectacular scoop on the first base side, but they said it pulled him off the bag. It was a ground ball hit 
not too hard out to the shortstop Ott, but when he made the throw over to first, it was low. They ruled that hit on the scoreboard for now, so not to such seven in the hit column. If that throw is on target, it most likely would have been in time to get out number three. But regardless, now a two-out base runner, the first base runner that Schmitz will have to pitch with. Quick throw over to first. Now they put an error up there on the scoreboard. So Maris now leading off of first base. It's Tyler Brick, pardon me, Tyler Bickers in there. Has two hits on the evening. Here's the pitch, swung on a miss. Schmitz got that one by him for strike one. Bickers flew out to left, single to right, and single to center. And that single to right, he also stole a base in the fourth and scored what was the first run for Chillicothe at the time. Quick throw over to first again. This one closer, diving back in there. Safety, though, is Maris. Renegades just making their first error of the evening on a low throw that Goring looked to be able to dig out of the dirt, but umpire ruled that it pulled him off the bag, allowing Maris to reach safely. Here's the pitch outside. It's now a ball on a strike to the number three hitter for the Mudcats. Looking ahead to the top of the eighth inning for the Renegades, they've got some work to do. It'll be 7-8-9 in the order. Perkins, Drill, and Herschler. Back in the batter's box now. Vickers awaits the 1-1 pitch on the right-hander for the Renegades. This one hit foul and out of play. Now a ball and two strikes. Schmidt so far an inning and two-thirds has... Not struck out a batter, but has induced weak contact. Couple lineouts. Just put a ball on the ground a moment ago. There was an error, but regardless, has looked very good so far following Braden Boyer, who also had an outstanding evening on the bump. So now one ball, two strikes to Bickers. Here's Schmitz, got one he likes. Here's the pitch. This one fouled off, and we will stay just right here at a ball and two strikes. We will once again do the one ball, two strike pitch here in just a moment. Schmidt's now working with a runner off of first base. That's Maris. He is held on by Gorling. And here comes the pitch. This one just missed. Pulled Herschel a little bit towards the inside part of the plate. Looked to try and frame it there for strike three, but no call was made. It's now two ball, two strike count. Tanner Sears, the DH, waits on deck. He's also scored a run here this evening will come to the plate if Tyler Bickers can keep this inning alive. Schmidt's quick check of the runner. Here's the 2-2. This one lined out to shallow right field coming in as Manischek, and that's going to fall in between him and the second baseman. No play. Throw comes back in. Goes to third. Allows the runner to take second base. And now second and third with two outs. Smart base running by the batter Bickers, who advances to second on the single. That ball was a blooper. Matischek had a long way coming in, going out was a second baseman. Nolf neither really had a play, and that one blooped in. Throw came into third base to try and get Maris, who was going first to third. And alertly, when that throw went there, the, this guy who hit the single, Bickers, moved on up to second base. Now two in scoring position for the Mudcats. This inning continued on the throwing air by the shortstop, Colby Ott. And now runners on second and third. It's Maris off a third. Bickers off a second, who just singled to right field. Now Tanner Sears, who is one for two on the night, also had a hit by pitch, will step in. Big opportunity if he puts one in the outfield. Could double this lead from two to one to four to one. Tanner Schmitz came on last inning, pitched a scoreless sixth, went three up, three down, actually. 
or tied the first two he faced this inning and now has some work to do here against the DH. Runners lead off a second and third. Renegades play straight up defense on the infield. And here's the pitch. This one swung on him as blew the high fastball by him. Sears tried to go up and get it, and that is strike one. Renegades have been trailing since the fourth inning when Chillicothe took a 2-1 lead. Nothing has been put up on the scoreboard since. Still 2-1 our score. Two outs now. Bottom of the seventh inning. Schmitz has got what he likes. Still looking in, and now the pitch. This one upstairs, and now a ball and a strike. Luis Ramirez now waits on deck. First base is open, so could walk him here and still keep this thing scoreless, but Schmidt's trying to end it right here. Has most pitches in this situation. Well, that was not really hard hitting analysis out of the mouth of Ben Schmidt right there. So Schmidt's now up with what he likes. Runners take the leads off second and third. Here's the pitch. This one. Upstairs the ball. Looks like Herschel is going to throw down a third, but just a pump fake. It's now a 2-1 count on the DH of Chillicothe. Tanner looking to get the final out of this bottom of the seventh inning. He's got two base runners to work with. Two balls, one strike to Sears. Here it is. This one hit in the air. Curving foul. I think this is going to get out of, the play, out of play. Perkins chases, but that one's over everyone. Clanks off. Whatever sort of, I don't even know what that is down the left field line. It looks like a horse's stable, but I don't see any horses. So I, I really don't know what that is. But whatever it is, it hit off the top of it for a foul ball. Not two balls, two strikes. Schmidt's a strike away from getting us on to the top of the eighth inning. Still a 2-1 score. He's got a 2-2 count. Still some movement in that bullpen of Chillicothe. You'd think that Jacob Dillon is done for the evening, but you never know. New balls delivered to the umpire, and now Sears will step back in in a 2-2 count. Elijah Maris, who reached on an error at third base, and Tyler Bickers, who just singled the right field off a of second base. Set at the mound. Schmitz has got one. And the right-hander will deliver. This one hit high in the air, but will get out of play overall as for foul. This one's headed to the stands. It gets actually just over all of us. So now we'll do the 2-2 once more. Gorling and the catcher, Hersler, both gave it a chance, but no luck right there. Schmitz will once again have to bring home the 2-2 pitch. There's a couple foul balls in this at-bat, off the at-bat by Tanner Sears. He's battled here and now still with a two-out RBI opportunity. Chance for a couple of them, in fact. Schmitz to look in. will once again bring home the 2-2 pitch. He sets. Kicks the left leg and deals. This one low and away. Gets away momentarily, but the runners will stay put. But regardless, it's run to a full count. Some potential to load the bases up here. Schmitz can't find the strike zone on this 2-3-2 pitch. Renegades already have work to do. They chill this one th by a score of 2-1, to one, one they've been down since the fourth inning. And looking to try not to have to come back from any more for a team that is struggling to score runs on offense. Schmidt sets. He's going to have to bring home the 3-2 to Sears, and here it is. This one grounded in between the hole at third and short. Ott long run, slides, has no play on a runner score. Even if he fields that one cleanly, don't think he has a play at first base as Sears was hustling up the line. Now to go as an RBI infield single third run of the ball game. On the play, Bickers moves up to third base. Maris comes home to score. 
Chillicothe has now scored the first run for either side since the fourth inning. Comes here in the bottom of the seventh. They now lead this one three to one. This inning was first two up, two down before an error allowed Elijah Maris to reach. Then moved up to third on the Bickers single. Bickers also moved to second on that play before Tanner Sears ball that did not get out of the infield goes for an RBI. This one way up and in. Ball one. It is Luis Ramirez who is standing in. Had an RBI single on the fourth. Strikeout and a pop out first to bookend that RBI single. So Schmidt still looking to get this third out. Here's the pitch. This one upstairs now a two all no strike count. Elian Guzman waits on deck. He's been on once but was picked off way back in the second inning. Schmidt's got work to do. Runners at first and third. Two outs now. Here's the 2-0. Hit high in the air. Going out as the third baseman. It's actually Ott who's going to come over and get it on the pop-up. And he makes the catch for out number three. But not before Chilakothi adds what was a 2-1 lead. It is now 3-1. We'll head to the eighth inning. Renegades got work to do back in just a moment. At the Boone County Journal, we're with you all the way. We know that you're more than just a subscriber. You're an employer. You're a parent. You're a neighbor. Most importantly, you're a community member. It's our goal to provide you with the latest news, sports, opinions, obituaries, classifieds, and more to keep you informed about your community. To find out more about the Boone County Journal or to subscribe, call 573-657-2334 or visit bocojo.com. The Boone County Journal, we're with you all the way. Top of the eighth inning we go. Renegades now chilling by two runs after the RBI infield single in the bottom of the seventh inning extended the Chillicothe Mudcats lead. It is, in fact, Jacob Dillon heading back out there. He misses ball one. He'll face Perkins, Drill, and Herschler here in the Renegades batting order. So Dillon, who two innings, three strikeouts to go with two walks, a hit, has not given up a run, though. He heads out for his third inning on the mound. This one fouled off out of place. Now one and one the count now on Perkins. Perkins has flown out and struck out looking, but also had an infield single. That is the only hit so far for the Renegades tonight with a runner in scoring position. Runs and hits have been tough to come by for the Renegades. This one way up and in. And now a two-ball, one-strike count on the left fielder of the Renegades. For for what I can recall, the first time this game, Chillicothe has taken the lead in the hit column after a couple hits last inning. They now have eight compared to the Renegades' seven. It's pitch in there, are called strikes. Now a two ball, two strike for even to Perkins. Renegades down to their final six outs. They were in a very similar position last night, chilling by two runs. We'll see if they can reverse their fortunes here. Here's the pitch, fouled off, and we stay right here at two balls and two strikes. Perkins playing left field this evening. Pitched last night for the Renegades. Pitched one inning, gave up one run. Now here we go. Two balls, two strikes. Perkins ready. This one swung on a miss. He went chasing. And that is strike three out number one. 
That one bended out and away, down out of the strike zone, but Perkins tried to get bat on it. Could not come up with anything but error, and he is retired for out number one of this inning. That is the fourth strikeout of the ballgame so far for Jacob Dillon on in relief. Pitcher out of the University of Kansas has pitched really, really well so far and has been the gap from Will Lowe. She started this game to what I would presume would be closure to come on potentially for Chillicothe if they can get to the ninth. This pitch misses outside. That's ball one. It's no one drill. Who steps in? He is 0 for 3. Flew out to right, popped out to the second baseman, and struck out swinging. He bats. Herschel waits on deck. Here's the pitch. This one hit in the air, but foul and out of play. So even things up at a ball and a strike. Dylan looking to work pretty quickly here this inning. He's gotten the ball. He's gotten set. He's gotten ready to go. So. Now back on the mound. He's ready to bring home the 1-1 pitch. Here it is. This one. Check swing. He went around. That is strike two to Drill. It was low and outside, and Drill tried to check his swing, but no chance once he really got things going. And now he's down in a two-strike count. If Dylan can strike out Drill here, it would be his third strikeout in a row, dating back to last inning when he got Ian Nolf to go down looking. This one not in there. So even at two balls and two strikes. Herscher waits on deck. He is responsible for the only RBI of the ballgame that the Renegades have. He's also been on base all three times. Two balls, two strikes, no one on and one out. Here's the pitch, low and away, and now it's run full. Good at bat now for Drill. He has laid off a couple pitches down and away, at least once he got the two strikes. Now we'll see if that could lead to a potential base runner, bring the tying run to the plate for the Renegades. They have been trailing ever since the fourth inning when they fell behind 2-1, to one, and now... 3-1. This is ball four outside, and that is a walk. So Drill reaches base, one-out base runner for the Renegades, and they will bring the tying run to the plate here in this bottom of the eighth inning. Drill fell behind, 1-2 in that count before working it all the way back to full and then took ball four. So he now reaches at first base. Big at bat now for Herscher, who has been on, on base all three times tonight. Dylan so far has pitched two and a third innings. Got Perkins a strikeout swinging to lead off this inning. Now goes to work. Misses low. That's ball one. Now four straight balls thrown by the right-hander for the Mudcats. Drill being held on at first base by Guzman. Right-hander sets and brings home the pitch. This one hit out and out of play. Foul ball. Hit to the right side, but it hit off the net, so nothing comes of it. Renegades have just five outs to try and scratch across two runs. They've been trailing for the majority of this one, although they have gotten good pitching. Here's the pitch. This one outside. Now a two-ball, one-strike count for the catcher tonight, or the Renegades. Hersher batch. Forte waits on deck. Odd hoping to bat if either of them can reach and get a Renegades rally going. They trail 7-8 in the hit column as well. This one grounded back up the middle. It's right at the second baseman. A short for one. Return throw to first. And that's a double play. They go 4-6-3. Sanford, Ramirez, Guzman. And that ends the inning. And Dylan is through three scoreless innings of work. So, Renegades looking to keep this one at 3-1. We head to the bottom of the eighth. Don't go anywhere. Right back on the Show Me Sports Network in just a moment. 
At Centurion Cares, for more than three decades, their focus has been on exceeding customer expectations for contact center software solutions. Their innovative communication solutions include utility interactive voice response software that allows for smart communication features that let your utility deliver superior customer service 24-7. They also provide other streamlined services like automatic call distribution, automated customer callback, reporting, and quality assurance. To find out more about how Centurion Cares can help your business, call them at 727-421-5300 or look them up online at centurioncares.com. Centurion Cares, innovative communication solutions. Throughout the course of any game, different actions stand out to different people. But everyone remembers a walk-off, especially if it's a walk-off wood bat. Handcrafted right here in Missouri, walk-off wood bat company bats are made with premium-grade maple, ash, and birch, fully customizable to make it truly yours. From the length and weight to the barrel and handle color, you're able to customize every feature of your wood bat, including personalized engraving with a 45-day warranty. In addition to selling custom handcrafted bats, they also offer a selection of bat accessories, including lizard skin bat grips and batting gloves. To help find your confidence at the plate, give walk-off wood Bat Company a call at 816-261-1014 or visit wowbats.com. New pitcher on for the Renegades here in this bottom of the eighth inning. They look to keep this thing right at a two-run deficit after giving up one more run in the bottom of the seventh inning. That's where they currently stand. And it'll be Heath Stuckey on to try and keep this thing right where it's at. Get the three outs to send this thing to the ninth with the Renegades trailing 3-1. to one. They've been trailing for most of this one. They took a 1-0 lead in the fourth inning, if you're just joining us. It was on a bases-loaded walk by the catcher Joe Hersler. And quickly the lead was given right back up as RBI singles by Luis Ramirez and Ryan Middleman brought home Tyler Bickers and Tanner Sears. That gave the Mudcats a 2-1 lead in the fourth before another run was just tacked on an RBI infield single by Tanner Sears. That brought home Elijah Maris, who reached on an error. So final line now for Tanner Schmidt's in relief. He goes two innings pitch, does not strike out or walk a batter, gives up just two hits, one run, but it was an unearned run as that inning continued due to an error by the Renegades. That is the only error that the Renegades have made so far this evening. Chillicothe has not made any errors on their side. Eight hits so far for the Mudcats. Renegades have seven. Chillicothe also leads 3-1 in the score column. So on to the bottom of the eighth we go. Stuckey's first pitch is in there for a college strike. It'll be Guzman, Middleman, and Sanford due up in that order. It is 6-7-8 in the lineup for Chillicothe. Stuckey working quickly. Here's the pitch. This one floats just outside. It's now a ball and a strike. Hat actually came off of the head of Stuckey. Wind is certainly... Continue to have a presence here picked up and is really taking a toll on the pages of this scorebook. One ball, one strike now. Here's the pitch. This one grounded out to third. Drill has got it on a hop. We'll make the throw across the diamond to Gorling. He's got it. Three pitches and out number one here in the spot of the eighth inning. So Stucky immediately comes in to try and get the three outs in the eighth inning and is able to get Guzman ground out to start it off. So after the grounded off the bat of Guzman, here comes the catcher, Ryan Middleman. He has flown out to center, had an RBI single to center field, or excuse me, to left field in the fourth inning and then popped out to second in his last at bat. This one in there, a called strike. Stuckey pumps it in. Jonas Sanford waits on deck with Austin Wright to follow. If Chillicothe can scratch cross base runner this inning. Stucky into the windup. Here's the 0-1 pitch. This one upstairs now even. One ball, one strike. 
Just looking ahead in the ninth inning where the Renegades will need at least two runs, potentially more depending on how this inning goes. They will have the top of the order due up. It's Forte, Ott, and four. This one lined into right field. That gets down a base hit in front of Matuszek, and that's a one-out single, the ninth hit of the ball game for Chillicothe. Nice piece sitting there by Middleman. It's his second hit of the evening. He's now two for four. And I'll bring up Jonas Sanford with a one-out base runner. Stuckey, the third pitcher of the evening that the Renegades have used. They used Boyer through the first five, and then Schmitz through the last two. Stuckey's pitch skips in there, but a nice catch by Herschel. Keeps the runner staying put at first base. I want to thank everyone for tuning in this evening on the Show Me Sports Network. I'm Ben Schmidt bringing you all of tonight's Renegades coverage. We'll be back at it after some off day tomorrow and Joplin on Monday, then Sedalia on Tuesday. Back in the batter's box, here's the 1-0 pitch. This one lined out to right field. Matishek after it. He looks to be under it, and he makes the catch in stride. That retires Sanford for out number two. Nice running catch there by the right fielder, Matishek, who has also got a couple hits on his line. He's played a nice game despite the Renegades trailing. And now an out away from sending this one to the top of the ninth inning where the Renegades will then bat. So after the flat off the bat of Sanford, it goes to the number nine hitter in this batting order. About to complete this fourth time through the Mudcats lineup. And it is Austin Wright to round it out. Left fielder, the only left-handed hitter in the lineup this evening for Chuacafi. Pitch. This one, a call strike at the knees for strike one out of the arm of Stuckey. Wright has walked and then flown out to right his two other plate appearances. At one walk, came back in the third inning. Stuckey, also one of the guys sporting the stirrups tonight. Here's the pitch. This one bounces in there, one and one. And they're actually going to say that got the foot of right, so he'll head to first base. Thought that one just got away, but it looked like it got the foot. Bounced right off to the left side. And now two runners on for Chillicothe. After that one skipped in there, Middleman immediately took off for second base like it was just a wild pitch. But turns out the reason it got away is because it got right. And now we'll go back to the top of the lineup. So Stuckey, still a chance to get to this inning score. He's trying to send us to the ninth. 3-1 our score. Mudcats currently leading it. Here in Mudcat Nation at June Schaefer Memorial Stadium. Now batting his leadoff hitter, Braden Hudson. He's 0 for 4. Stuckey checks the runner. Here's the pitch. This one hit weakly out towards the first baseman. Goring dives, can't get it, but he's got the ball flipped to Stuckey, and he's safe at first base. That was a speedy runner moving up the baseline. That almost surely goes as an infield single as Gorling tried to make the diving catch, but when he couldn't get it, O'Rourley flipped the ball to the covering Stuckey, but the umpires ruled that runner was safe evidently by just the blink of an eye. Coach D'Amelio for the Renegades out to talk over this one with the umpire. Evidently did not like that call. It was a heads-up play by, by the pitcher Stuckey to get over there and cover the bag, but Hudson, who was busting out of the box, beat that one just in time as... That's another hit for Chillicothe. Conversation still going on between the umpires. Don't really know what they would do about this one. Is not even a bad defensive play though by the Renegades. Would have been a diving catch on a weekly hit ball. And then even after that, still almost slipped it in time. What very easily could have been called for out number three. Regardless, inning continues. Middleman goes to third on the play. Wright, who was just hit by a pitch, takes second. As Hudson now leads off a of first base. So base is loaded opportunity. If Maris can punch one in here, it would really break this game open. 
one that Renegades already trailed by two runs, but what already feels like a tall task to climb in the top of the ninth inning could get a little bit harder if Maris could come through here. Stucky looking to get the final out of the inning. Into the lineup, here's the pitch. This one way in. Almost got him, but that's ball one. Maris bats. 0 for 4 evening. A couple strikeouts, fly out and reached on an error last inning, and then actually came around to score was the third run. Here's the 1-0. This one outside and away. Nice catch up by Herschler, but that makes it a 2-0 count. Stucky in danger now. Uh, getting things really hairy here for the Renegades in this bottom of the eighth. Stucky came on, got two of the first three batters he faced before a hit by pitch and an infield single loaded him up. This one line out to left field. That's going to base hit an RBI. One run in. They're going to wave around the second runner. He's going to try and score right from second. The throw, the tag. He is out at the plate. Renegades nab a runner. First run scored from third, that was Middleman. Perfect delivery to the plate coming from the left fielder Perkins and a great diving tag by the catcher Herschler to save a run. But the Renegades are now trailing by three runs as Chile Cothy adds one more. We'll head to the bottom of the ninth. Can the Renegades jolly? We'll see in just a moment. Hello, Blake Gasaway here with the Show Me Sports Network. I've had the opportunity to have some amazing calls, including overtime touchdowns, walk-off home runs, and buzzer-beating baskets. But I've answered another call. That's to serve my community as a volunteer firefighter. Stop and think what would happen if your home or property caught fire and no one was there to put it out. Every day, volunteer firefighters not only save lives and property, but also respond to other emergencies. Nearly two-thirds of our nation's fire departments are manned by volunteer firefighters. And because of this, we simply need Need more volunteers to step up and answer the call. Stop by or contact your local fire department and see how you can become a volunteer firefighter today. I answered the call to serve my community. Will you? We are State Tech. We are hands-on education. When you choose the number one two-year college in the country, you know you will be ready for your career. That's why at State Tech, we say, from the classroom to your career, we are the employer's choice. We are State Tech. Hello, Blake Gasaway here with the Show Me Sports Network. I've had the opportunity to have some amazing calls, including overtime touchdowns, walk-off home runs, and buzzer-beating baskets. But I've answered another call. That's to serve my community as a volunteer firefighter. Stop and think what would happen if your home or property caught fire and no one was there to put it out. Every day, volunteer firefighters not only save lives and property, but also respond to other emergencies. Nearly two-thirds of our nation's fire departments are manned by volunteer firefighters. And because of this, we simply need Need more volunteers to step up and answer the call. Stop by or contact your local fire department and see how you can become a volunteer firefighter today. I answered the call to serve my community. Will you? Renegades got some major work to do as we head to the top of the ninth inning here at June Schaefer Memorial Stadium in Chillicothe, Missouri. I'm Mitch Schmidt here on the Show Me Sports Network bringing you what I hope is a Renegades comeback here in the top of the ninth inning, but they've got a scratch across, across now three runs. Final line on the relief pitcher for Chillicothe, who pitched three really good innings. Three innings pitched, three strikeouts to go with three walks, a hit allowed, and no earned runs for the relief pitcher for Chillicothe. That was Jacob Dillon. They've got a new one on for the save. I'll give you that in just a second. 
This one skips in there to Forte to lead off this top of the ninth inning. So it is Kobe Linder in for the save, trying to get the final three outs and give Chillicothe this win. Right-handed pitcher Linder is from Missouri Valley. So a chance here to nail this one down. Kill of Chillicothe, what would be a 3-1 run victory. They lead this one 4-1. to one. Forte back in, left-handed battle, waits on the 0-1-0 the and fouls that one off. So now one ball, one strike count. Colby Ott waits on deck with Luke Fuller in the hole. Jack Matischek to follow if any of them can reach. Will Loesch started this game going five innings before Jacob Dillon just went the last three. Now Linder in for the final. This one grounded out to third. Third baseman Bickers has got it. Throw across the diamond. The scoop and it gets away into the dugout. Forte is going to make the turn and head to second. Actually didn't go to the dugout. The throw to second. The tag on Forte. The, the call is still not made. We don't know. And they rule him safe at second base. But now Forte was off the bag. Still waiting on a call and he's still safe at second. What an unbelievable play. I don't even know what to say there. So Forte, the ball got away, and he made the turn ahead to second. It bounced off the dugout when they made the throw to second base. No umpire went over to the second base bag, and what looked like a tag to maybe have Forte out, the call was never made. They waited a couple seconds before ruling safe, but Forte, I think, thought he was out and got off the bag. And then once he realized the play was still going, dove back in once again, and they again waited to make a call and then called him safe again. Not, not a whole lot I think you can do here. I think they're going to have to leave Forte at second, but some gigantic gaffes here by no one being able to make that call at second base. Not to make matters worse, the, the two of them just stood there and neither made a call, so no one on the field really knew what was happening. They're still discussing now with the coach. I think Forte is going to be at second. I don't really know what you could change here. and It's... It's going to go down, I believe, as an error, and then he goes to second base, that being Forte. But regardless, the Renegades have a leadoff base runner on second base to begin this top of the ninth inning. One, they chill by three runs. Still waiting to see what they put up on the scoreboard. I think if that throw is on the money, Forte is probably out, so most likely will go down as an error. But regardless, he's at second base. They do rule in an error. First error made of the ball game by the Mudcats. Now Forte off a second, Ott steps in. Here's the pitch. This one skips in there for a ball. Renegade's currently trailing in the hit column. They actually, so they do rule it a base hit, but then the error allowing him to go to second base. They're saying that Forte would have beat that out if it was an on-target throw, but they throw getting away is what allowed him to move to second. So Renegades now have eight hits. Check of the runner. Here's the pitch. This one hit down the right field line, but out of play. That's a foul ball. Evens things up at a ball and a strike to the number two hitter in this Renegades lineup. Colby Otts is 0 for 4. A couple pop outs and a couple ground outs on his line this evening. Donis Forte had an infield single to lead off this inning. Just advanced to second on a throwing error and a, on a just wild umpiring mistake there. Very lucky for the Renegades. It goes their way. This one grounded out to short. Forte is going to move up to third. Shortstop Ramirez boots it, and it goes into left field. Forte is going to come around to score. Otto stay at first, and that's a run for the Renegades. Back-to-back -back defensive gas here by the Chillicothe Mudcats, and the Renegades have some life. Forte alertly saw once that ball got into left field to come around and score, and Otto's on base after another error committed by the Chillicothe. That one is surely would have been an out, and 
very heads up by Forte as he was off moving to third when that ball was put in play and he almost kind of got in the way of the shortstop Ramirez kind of got in his in his view and I don't know if that really affected it but ball got through the glove and into left field so now the Renegades have the tying on at the plate and Luke Fuller the kick the pitch Luke Fuller grounds it to first is it fair is it foul it is foul so now an O no ball one strike count on the number three hitter for the Renegades Jack Matashek who has two hits on the evening waits on deck Matashek been on base three times Fuller on the evening has been on twice he has two hits as well he's two for four with two singles to center field so Three and four hitters in the lineup getting done. Linder, here's the pitch. Swung on a miss, pulled the string, and that is strike two now. 0-2 on the number three hitter in this Renegades lineup. This inning started on an infield single off the bat of Adonis Forte. He moved up to second base on a throwing error. And then Colby Ott just reached on another error, this time on the shortstop Ramirez. When that ball kicked into left field, Forte came around from second to score. Renegades now trail 4-2, no outs in the top of the ninth. Here's the pitch to Fuller. This one hit in the air and out of play. That's a foul ball. And we stay put at 0-2. Lines for both teams. Uh, Chillicothe Mudcats have four runs, 11 hits, and two errors now. Renegades have two runs, seven hits, and one error. Back in the box. Fuller ready. Same as the pitch of Linder. And here's the pitch. Swing and a miss. Down goes Fuller. Went chasing there. Didn't make contact, and that is out number one on a strikeout swinging for Linder. So Kobe Linder, I mean, defense picked him up, could honestly have gone through a 3-up, three 3-down three ninth inning, but now still has to deal with a tying run coming to the plate, and Jack Matashek gets the strikeout swing of Luke Fuller for the first out of this inning. So Matashek steps in, two for three. Swings and hits this one right in front of the plate. That's going to be ruled a fair ball. And it's going to get under the third baseman's glove. It gets past the shortstop two, and that's an infield single. That, ladies and gentlemen, is what you call a Baltimore chop. Hit so high in the air. Got over the leaping pitcher Linder, under the glove of the third baseman Bickers, and then under the glove again of the shortstop Ramirez. And the tying runner is now on base with the second infield single of the inning. Incredible luck right there for the Renegades. There's three different Mudcats went after that ball, and the ball just decided to go in the glove of none of those three. It's now tying on his at first base. Renegades trail by two. Forte already in this inning. Ott reached on an error, and now Matashek just had an infield single. Now steps in Carter Gorling. Winder looking for the save. Here's his pitch swing and a miss. 0-1 now the count. No on the number five hitting. And the order, first baseman, 0 for 4 on the evening. Biggest spot by far of the game for him, though. Back into the stretch. Linder's got the sign. Check of the runner and the pitch. This one misses just outside. So now it's run even to one ball and one strike. Big spot here for Carter Goring. Has played first base this evening. And now is an opportunity to try and bring home the the third and fourth runs of the game and try and tie this one up for the Renegades or even better put one over the wall give him a lead here's the pitch this one swung hey we're off the bat it's the short double play opportunity flip to second for one here's the return throw Goring beats it out he's safe good hustle as that ball was hit just too show, slowly to turn two Matashek is out on the field of choice and the Renegades are down to their last outs might have even been a broke as bad as well as I think I heard some wood snapping as Looks like the Renegades maybe will go to a pinch runner here with the tying runner first. Don't know. 
Nope, that's actually going to be a pinch hitter. That is TJ Rockerbomber stepping in. So on the play, moving up to third base is Colby Ott. His run doesn't really matter for the Renegades. They trail by two. Matashek is out at second, and Gorling now at first base as the tying run. And TJ Rockerbomber will step in, pinch hitting for Ian Nolf. Lefty righty advantage for the Renegades. Linder trying to get this final out. Here comes the pitch to Rockerbomber. This one low. Skips in there, good block, that is ball one. This spot in the batting order was originally held by Jackson Lovitz. He was pitch hit for by Ian Nolf. And now Ian Nolf now pinch hit right here for Rocker Bomber, who is now heading the count one ball, no strikes. Renegades already scored one this inning. Adonis Forte came around to score on an error. Now runners at first and third down 4-2. This one and misses as well. Now two balls and no strikes. If Rocker Bomber can reach and move that tying run over to second base. So Brennan Perkins on deck. Goring, who just reached on a fielder's choice, just beat out a double play opportunity for the Mudcats. Leads off first. Out off a third. Kobe Linder in for the save. He's got one out to get. Here's the pitch. This one low now. 3-0. Big, big opportunity here because if Rocker Bomber can reach, especially via walk here. You move the tying run in this ballgame into scoring position and would load the bases. Renegades finally showing some signs of life, albeit thanks to some help by this Chillicothe defense. But down 4-2, now the shot. Rocker Bomber had 3-0. Here's the pitch. This one at the knees, a call strike. Looked to be a little low, but they ring it up anyway. Now three ball, one strike count. By far the biggest moment in this ballgame. Renegades down to their last gasp. Have the tying run at first base, but are in a 3-1 count, trailing 4-2, and there's two outs in the top of the ninth. Rockabomber pinching for Nolf. Left-handed batter facing the right-handed pitcher. Here's the pitch. This is ripped out to right. Right fielder after it. It's Maris. He goes after it. It's going to fall in a base hit. And the runner goes, the pitch goes away. The runner's going to go to third, and Rockabomber stays at first. Tongue-tied there as the ball got away. I didn't know if they were going to try and send the runner on first bay, curling all the way around to score. But that is an RBI single to right field for Rocker Bomber. Pinch hit comes up big, and the Renegades now trail by just a run with the tying run 90 feet away. So that ball was laced to right field. Coming in was Maris trying to make the catch. Couldn't do it, and the ball got past him. And immediately I saw some waves going on. Didn't know if they were going to try and send the runner going on first all the way around. They did not oh, smartly. And Rocket Bomber stayed at first base. Now first and third once again, tying run at third. Odd comes in to score on the play. He reached on an error earlier in this inning on the RBI single by the pinch hitter TJ Rocket Bomber. Now going at third, Rocket Bomber at first. Renegades show this one now four to three after their ninth hit of the ball game. A team that has been dormant on the offensive side for now all of last night, the nine innings, and really for the first eight innings here this evening, has now shown some signs of life and have a real opportunity to tie this ball game here against the Chillicothe Mudcats, showing 4-1 heading into this inning. All of a sudden is now 4-3, and the tying run is 90 feet away. That is Carter Goring, who reached on a fielder's choice at third base. Just went from first to third. Was already on his way to third when that ball got past the right fielder, Merritt. That's why I thought they might test it, but it was a smart decision not to. Here we go, game on the line, Brennan Perkins in, so let's see what you got. Left fielder is one for four, here's the pitch. This one misses low and that's ball one. Pitcher Kobe Linder came into this inning looking for a three out save. 
has not had a whole lot of help by his defense. Defense already made two errors this inning, allowing two runs to come in and score. It's taken us from a 4-1 to a 4-3 ball game. Renegades still trail. Here's the 1-0. This one misses low. Now two balls, no strikes on the left fielder of the Renegades. Nolan Drill waits on deck just for in case you were wondering if potentially Perkins could walk to load up the bases. Renegade trailed this one all game long. They now are down 4-3, to three, tying run at third. Here's the 2-0 pitch. This one swung on, hit high in the air, but it looks like it's going to get out of play. Catcher might have a play. He's over, and he makes the catch to end the ball game. Thought that might one get into the netting, but it would not. It stayed in play, and the catcher middleman makes the catch to wrap this one up. Renegade show a whole lot of fight here in the ninth. Come just shy of what would have been a three-run one run to come back and the tying run is left stranded at third base as Brennan Perkins pops out to end the game. It was close ladies and gentlemen. It was a 4-3 final. Renegades really gave their all in the ninth inning there thanks to a couple errors and an RBI single by TJ Rockerbomber. Two runs score in Forte and Otts but the Renegades fall just short this evening. So Will Loesch will get the win on the mound here this evening. He went five innings, one strikeout, one walk, six hits, one earned run. Taking the loss will be Braden Boyer. He was really good despite taking the loss. Five innings, six strikeouts, two walks, six hits, and two earned run. And on for the save, Kobe Linder. He gets it done despite giving up the runs, and the Renegades fall 4-3 final score. So... This is their second straight game that they dropped. They put up 15 runs a couple nights ago, but then dropped the last two, two to nothing last night, and 4-3 here this evening, despite attempting comeback in the bottom, excuse me, top of the ninth inning. Good pitch performance all around for the Renegades. Boyer, Schmitz, and Stuckey combined to go the eight innings needed. They give up four runs, only three of them earned, one other one coming on an air. Put up six strikeouts as well. Meanwhile, on the other side, the starting pitching for the Mudcats goes the nine innings. They put up just four strikeouts on the evening, actually five after the one coming in the ninth inning by Linder. And they hold the Renegades to three runs, only one, I would have to guess, based on the two errors in the ninth inning, will be earned. So as we're on the road and have to travel back to Jefferson City this evening, that's going to be all to me, but hope to see you at the ballpark later this week at Vivian Field, hosting the same Chillicothe team on Wednesday night at 7, and then Nevada Thursday before Sedalia Friday, all of those games at 7 p.m. This was a good one, ladies and gentlemen. Renegades keep finding themselves in close ball games, but have not been able to put it together yet. We'll see if that can maybe get started after a needed off day tomorrow. Renegades fall to four and seven on the season. Mudcats move up to four and eight in a game that the Mudcats tried to give away in the ninth inning, but the Renegades fall just short with the pop out to the catcher to end the inning. So that's going to be all for me. I hope you enjoyed the coverage this evening on the Show Me Sports Network. I'm Ben Schmidt. Brought you each of these last games the last couple days, and I'll be back on the road on Monday to bring it to you once again. So take care. Enjoy the rest of your Saturday evening. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. We'll see you back here on Monday night on the Show Me Sports Network. Renegades lose just one 4-3. to three. We'll be back on Monday. Take care, everyone. Enjoy your Saturday, and let's hope for a Renegades win when they come back on Monday. See you later. You've been listening to the biggest and absolute best game coverage in mid-Missouri on the exclusive home for Jefferson City Renegades baseball. The Show Me Sports Network and the Renegades Radio Network. 
the Show Me Sports Network broadcast crew are the ones that know your Renegades the best. Exclusive coverage of Jefferson City Renegades baseball has been brought to you by Animal Medical Center of Jefferson City. Avon with Michelle Carty. Boone County Journal, Centurion Cares, Christopher Scott, Farmers Insurance, Doc and Norm Direct, Eddie Goodell Society, Pond Custom Laser Engraving, LLC, Hoslog Landscaping and Design, Last Sentinel Firearms, Retrieving Freedom, River Oak Christian Academy, Sawdust Studios, State Tech of Missouri, and Walk Off Wood Bat Company. We hope you've enjoyed the broadcast. Join us anytime on the web at showmesportsnetwork.com or find us on Facebook by searching the Show Me Sports Network. The Show Me Sports Network and the Renegades Radio Network, your exclusive home for Jefferson City Renegades baseball. fans throughout the Midwest and even more around the world, this is the Show Me Sports Network. The preceding was an exclusive broadcast property presentation of the Show Me Sports Network and was a high-fidelity all-digital broadcast. This broadcast is copyrighted by the Show Me Sports Network for the private use of our audience. Any other use of this broadcast without the Show Me Sports Network's written consent is prohibited. Mm-hmm.